With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcast reviewing the latest in news, reviews, rumors, and all the buzzes going on in the world of professional wrestling. Happy Halloween! As I am your host this evening, DM, I am joined by Strata. Hello, hello from uh, all this even darker, this, the cold, the cold Sweden, and it's getting darker and darker. Oh man, oh man, you should be here. It's pretty goddamn dark. <laughs> dark and cold, and yeah. Alex. Howdy, it's me from Texas. It's been raining a lot. Yeah, they were doing so much advertisement for WrestleMania in Texas over the last few days. So, um, you gonna go? Uh, I thought about it when I heard last year, but, uh, I'm not exactly in the best shape. And I feel like I'd just get tired and not enjoy it. And, uh, that, and I really do enjoy camera angles. Like, I mean, I'm OCD, I'm out of shape, I just, I feel like my heart would be racing a million miles a minute if I went, and I'd just be not, I'd, I'd be trying to sit down and relax, and then I'd be standing up, and it just seem, seems like a fucking hassle. If I was in, just, after I lose, like, a fucking hundred pounds, you know. Hey, just buy front seats and get catering and everything. They'd be kissing your ass. Yeah, for $1,500. Go for oh, yeah. it. Why the hell not? If I was rich, sure. <laughs> yeah. You get a free blowjob, maybe from the catering service or someone else. $1,500. It better be from Natalia or Becky Lynch. That's all I'm saying. It should be good. It should be gold, then. Yeah, it better be something I fucking remember. Ah... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, not but much. you do remember. I, I would definitely remember it. Uh, I don't think mm-hmm. much happened this week, um, at least on my end of the world. Just it's just been a work week, and that's you know that's it. So uh, Alex got two K fifteen, and he says he likes 16. it. Two K sixteen. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's impressive. Like it's it's. More of 2K15, but I didn't realize how much that they actually changed until... Because it looked pretty much 
like the same game with a little bit of upgrades on the videos, and then you actually play it, and you're like, oh, well, this is much better than I thought it was going to be. You know what's how, weird? How I, I see the trailers, and then I see, like, the gameplay. Did they screw up? What do you mean? Well, I've seen gameplay of it, and I go, okay, that looks kind of sleek. But then they show you the trailers, and everyone looks like a Mattel action figure. Oh, uh, well, the only the only thing I can say graphically is screwed up, like, is a couple people's faces. They did much better this year. Like, Retro Triple H actually looks like Retro Triple H instead of just slapping a brown wig on the current Triple H. And Does uh, Kevin Owens look like Kevin Steen? I mean, does Kevin <laughs> Steen look like Kevin Steen? Um... Yeah, I mean, his face, 2015 is, a little, game. His face yeah. is a little tiny bit off, but you can tell it's... it's <laughs> I think it it's looks getting like better. It. Yeah, and uh, did you play the Stone Cold, uh, what was it, the special? I have not, I have not touched um, the, the well, what does showcase call? mode yet. Stone the showcase mode. mode. Yeah. How many play... Uh, is it only Stone Cold you can play in that mode? I have no idea, but I'm assuming he's probably the main character. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, it's all about him from WCW all the way till the end of his career. Oh, Is there an okay. option to beat Deborah? <laughs> beat Deborah? Just asking, because... It's going to uh, be a ring. First, it's going to be the ringmaster. With the, the, yeah, the, the you can play as ECW Austin and uh, <laughs> ringmaster. That ringmaster. With long hair, stunning Steve Austin. Awesome. Ringmaster. Um... That must can, be the... He has like 17 different attires for <laughs> just Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm like, what the fuck did he wear that was different 17 times? Easy. Black trunk. Knee, black knee brace, black knee brace with white, black knee brace with red, black knee brace with pink, black knee... <laughs> <laughs> the knee brace just kept changing colors. And uh, then they got the double knee brace. <laughs> yeah, they included like... Every outfit Undertaker ever wore from like ninety eight oh, to, oh, to ninety nine plus That's like F- seventy outfits. Yeah, all his di- all his tops that were just slightly different when they could have just included one. But I like that they added so many. That's pretty cool. It's like this one is when he had one button. Now he has two. You see that, the difference? That's honestly Ooh. that is honestly one of the differences. Are you serious? Cool. Buttons? Like you remember the little. I want the Lord of Darkness outfit he wore from like ninety six to ninety eight, the little vestish looking thing that had the belts on it and the crosses and stuff. Yeah, there's like there's the one with the three belts on it, the one with the two belts, there's the one with the little rings on the shoulders, the one with the lines on the shoulders, and it's the same <laughs> outfit with very minor differences. But Do they have four hundred pound Undertaker. For what? <laughs> During his Lord of Darkness era, he was a big boy. So, oh, you mean you mean you mean near the end of the ministry? Yeah, was, yeah. You can because you can play his ministry as well. But he, I'm talking like prior to that. Yeah, the, you know the, the most he weighed. The most he weighed take I think when he was biker taker back in '02 or was it '01 or '02, he was like 330 pounds. Oh, that's fine. But I know as he was the ministry taker, he was a. Big, yeah, he was fucking big. He really big guy up. who didn't move very much, and it's like, Taker, no. what's wrong? <laughs> it, well, he did tear his groin, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I was just yeah, curious. No, I noticed it too. Everybody said how, like, everybody's like, look at his arms. He's as big as Kane. It's like, well, that's not muscle. And uh, yeah, <laughs> seriously, 
You know, a guy that I would like to make for that game, that would be, um, I would take, uh, I'm sure DM gonna love this. I would like to make Great Muta 96 when he faced off against, uh, Yushin Lagin in that uh, five star. Oh, I'm sure the options are in there. Um, yeah, but you know only, that's awesome. The only thing you can't really do as far as creating things are capes and long coats. And you know like that's any, fucking awesome. anything really big and flowy, because the physics are really hardcore in this game, so they don't want you to use them. Okay. Only for entrances. Don't use yeah. the physics. They're, yeah, they're, they're really intense, so yeah, you see them during the entrances, where you can, which by the way, you can attack people during the entrances, which is hilarious. You can, uh, like Undertaker's standing and the flames are shooting out of the ground, and there's smoke, and you just see, like, this guy walk up behind him and then knock him in the face and throw his hat on the ground, and he's <laughs> fighting you with his coat on, and pretty neat. Yeah. But I sure would love to have, like, play with Great Moot on that game in when it's Buse Mist or something. Oh, Green Mist! Red they Mist! Have, uh, you can make Jishin Liger because his mask is in the game. Wow. Well, it is now because he showed up in NXT, so now WWE think they own him. <laughs> you make one appearance and like, oh, we own you now! Like, no, 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 no. That's you, New you, Japan. Like, they own him. It's like, you really don't, WWE. You, you really... You merely bor- borrowed him. <laughs> yeah, really bar. So before we get into the news, did anybody watch the um, podcast with Austin and Brock? I did. Yes. Thoughts? Brock is a weird but kind of decent person. He said, he said like, I don't like people. He said, like, uh, he's fine being in an arena in front of 20,000 people when... When yeah, he said just, he's like in like a bubble when he's in there. Yeah, he, he feels yeah, like they and, can't get to him. No, he's, he feels like he's like an introvert pers- person. You know that he's like an, a loner, a lone wolf. Like he's the only thing he can do is be home at his farm and spends time with his family and maybe his friends, close friends. That's it. He doesn't like to mingle. If say like WWE has a meet and greet or he has to do that. I don't uh, think can you imagine kind of if someone, if one of the fans jumped in the ring when he was in it? <laughs> I mean, it's we five. thought we thought he would kick their ass before, but knowing him now, knowing how introverted and and how much he hates people, it's like, oh my god, he'd probably kill him. Probably. Would my, you like to take a five from him, Alex? Uh, that depends <laughs> on how much money I'm offered. <laughs> okay, you get a thousand dollars. So fuck that. Um. My whole problem, again? my whole problem with the podcast, Austin didn't talk much about his wrestling career. It was more so we like to eat, we like to drive, we like to listen to. He was trying to. He, well, Austin does that in general on his podcast, but he was trying to soften him up so that he could ask him questions. He was trying to make him comfortable. That's it, what Austin tends to do, and it just didn't work. It was just so. Uh, <laughs> you uh, you went to Japan. No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, well, you, you left the company. I don't want to talk about that. Well, I abandoned you when we were going to have the Metro. I don't want to talk about that. All right, well, that's the Steve Austin show. Uh, beat Deborah, drink beer. Peace out, motherfucker. You know, you know that in, in, in the end, the guys, when he asked the question, how do you think the, the match with you and Take is going to be in Hell on Cell? It, it looked like he stumbled on something. He said, oh, it's going to be carnage. I think he said it's going to be bloody as fuck. Well, I'm going to beat him. Well, I beat him, and I'm, Taker's legacy is going to be ruined. That's pretty much it, Steve. Because that's what mm-hmm. WWE does now. We, we ruin things because 
you know, there's why I have anything people, nice in this fucking company? That, that, this we can talk about later when we come to the to the review of that. But people really thought that they were blading. Uh, well, uh, I, that would be an awkward place to blade if if he did, because I've seen Brock's uh, head. I mean, it was the top of his head was split open. It wasn't his forehead. It yeah. was on top of his head. People said that they were using their gloves, you know, to rub their uh, foreheads. If you do that enough, you can open up a little bit of a... Fucking skin. how? It's a goddamn glove. What is there, a fucking razor blade in the glove? And Maybe if that's they the hid case, that. what happens when they're punching each other? No, but I think they hid that on, you know, where they have the wrist tape and you have the end of the glove. Maybe somewhere that they had, like, something that they could scrape up some skin tissue so the blood could appear. Uh, but, you know, WWE today, they could cover it up, say, okay, guys, you know, Vince McMahon down there all said, okay, we want to have juice or color in this oh, match. No, Vince we could cover want, up this Vince doesn't want color. Fine. He was flipping the fuck out that there was color. You know that they could say that officially, but unofficially, that's great for the match. I mean, the match got even more dramatically when that happened. Well, I knew it was going to be bloody. I didn't think it was going to be that bloody, but then once they clotted, it was like, oh, well, oh, that's that's fine. Uh, you know, I think they said, okay, we're going to find these two guys, so make it clean for the, you know, everyone for the sponsors and everything. But I think backstage they were really happy with that match. I just think what they got to tell the sponsors the fucking wrestling show. This shit happens. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. You want to sell your goddamn Doritos here? Pay the fucking tab and shut the I mean, fuck up. I mean, if they say, like, okay, guys, we're going to find... We say that we're going to fine you $10,000 officially so uh, yeah. we can and make Brock everybody happy. like, oh, that's okay. That's pocket change. It's like, ten grand, <laughs> please. It's like, here, here's twenty. Go buy the wife something. Yeah. Like but, a uh, dildo or something. I don't know. So you don't believe they're, that they, they use some kind of... A pair of paraphernalia so they could open up. I don't know where the hell they would conceal it. And you could say in their glove, but why weren't their wrist bleeding? Yeah. I, you know I, what I, I mean? Because Shawn Michaels used to blade, but you yeah. would see his wrist would have like a blood, sp- like a blood spot. And you mm-hmm. can go, well, that's when he wiped it. Then why did he keep bleeding? Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? And it was only in that one spot. And I believe Shawn Michaels is left-handed, but it was always his yes, right. Yes, really left He's left-handed. So, again, it's like, well, he probably cut himself on the wrist, and that's kind of where... So, yeah. again, I thought the match was... And we'll get to that when we get to it. Yeah. But the podcast was kind of... I didn't really learn anything that I didn't already know. It seemed like when Brock... You Other than the fact that he watched Little House on the Prairie. That's that's the only yeah. thing I knew, did not know about like Brock. Like hunt, like strength. He's a man. Mm. Pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Didn't it seem like he, he was stumbling on words when he tried to talk? Who, Austin? Even... No, uh, Brock. Because Brock's not a promo guy. He even said so himself. I gotta feed the Jew. I gotta feed the Jew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was like, and, and he said that if you don't like, and, and something he said something about, if you, if you folks don't like it, too effing bad. He was trying to say too fucking bad. There was one part of that podcast where they, where I swear they bleeped out they like like five seconds of footage because he was just swearing his head off. Yeah, and he, I think even motherfucker, think, goddamn, dick slice, yeah. bit fuck, or whatever they said. I don't know. Didn't Steve Austin say like shit or something? Oh uh, fuck did, it, we'll bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> this lie, motherfucker. What a yeah. five second delay. Beat Deborah. Um, 
Beat Debra. Beat Debra! But, no, I thought the podcast was alright. Like I just kind of went, this is really, this is it? I wanted to hear about the kind of money that Brock Lesnar was given to come back. I wanted to know about, you know, because he was going to leave for UFC. And they just briefly touched on that. And there was, like, no deciding factor. Like, well, what made you come back? Beat Debra. I don't, so. <laughs> you, you know, you know, guys, uh, when, prior, way back when, um, Austin had Yo on his uh, podcast before he came to WWE NXT. And Yo said something very funny that, you know, Steve, you shouldn't buy, you shouldn't marry a prostitute or a dancer or a, what was she? Wasn't she like a model or dancer? I don't know what Deborah was. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. You know that, Steve. And Steve, and Steve Austin, like, <laughs> but laugh, start laughing out very loud. So Samoa Joe was right. Debra was a pain in the ass. I'll beat her ass. Left her on the floor. Have a beg for mercy. Uh, so, no, that that was the podcast, and that was going into Hell in a Cell, which we'll get to in a little bit, but I kind of... That was the worst podcast ever. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the worst. It, it no, was, but not the best podcast he At did. least it wasn't Paige, where it was just going... <laughs> just, just, just blowing him through the whole fucking thing. It's like, Christ! <laughs> Uh, hey, Paige is blowing Steve Austin. That was the fucking podcast. Tell me it wasn't. <laughs> that would be. That What's would your be personality? Like? Well, like you, like you, love. I want to be just like you. I want to be bald and break my fucking knees and beat Deborah, drink beer. I'm telling you, that was the whole fucking podcast with Paige. And then we learned about some shit in her background, but it was all about Steve Austin. It's like Christ, the fuck. Holy shit. Talk about blowing him off. Exactly. So that's going to do it all for, well, that part. Why don't we get into the news? Insider reports that WWE has signed Tough Enough contestants Mata, some Lithuanian name, and Daria. Whatever, he's an Egyptian. Fuck him. Yeah, uh, and Daria Bernardo to developmental deals. Mata and Daria both started at the working at the WWE Performance Center on Tuesday. Now, as they sign Mata, Daria, Zizi, and Amanda, as well as Sarah Lee and Josh. I wonder how CC. What the be. fuck was the point of the fucking show if they were going to sign half of them anyway? They usually do. If you lose, if you come second or third or fourth, you still have a job. You still have a contract. So fuck that tough enough. Tough enough is a piece. It's worthless. It's fucking worthless. The whole fucking show. A waste of time. It's fucking. You're getting hot. You're getting hot. I can hear that. You're getting it's hot. It's not that I'm getting hot. I'm just so sick of when WWE tries to do, you know, something groundbreaking, and it's like only one person's going to win. By the way, the whole team of Tough Enough made it. 
Yay! It's like, well, then what the fuck was the point? It's like if you're, it's like if you, there's a World Series, right? Both teams, one team wins, one team loses, but they both get the fucking World Series title. Like, no! It's not how it fucking works. With the competition, there's only one motherfucker that wins. Not everyone gets a fucking trophy. Deal with the fact the fans didn't fucking vote you in, suck my dick, go the fuck away. Go learn your crap somewhere fucking else. What is the fucking point for a competition if everybody fucking wins? It's like reverse monopoly. Why bother playing? You're gonna fucking win anyway. There are no losers in Monopoly. Safe to say, I like Mata. That's it. <laughs> Out of that whole <laughs> fucking cast, I like Mata. Did you like ZZ, Dan? ZZ's alright. It's just, I, I don't think... I don't think he gets it. I, mm-hmm. I, I really don't think he gets it. For his, like, I just <clears throat> want to have fun. and, and Yeah, drink beer. You know, that's all I want to Bobby. do. I just want to have fun and put smiles on people's faces. Well, it's like, oh. yeah, but we don't need another Santino Morella. We, exactly. we really fucking don't. We need we to get away no... from those kind of characters. I just sorry, I... Alex. <laughs> I was just saying, but we don't have the old one anymore. <laughs> I know, but we don't need a new one either. Because no, <laughs> we don't need any new Santino Morellas or El Burrito or. Whatever. El Dorito? Yeah. What? yeah. I, I call him El Burrito. Yeah. Uh, as seen on Monday's Raw, WWE announced that Randy Orton suffered an injury at the hands of the Wyatt family and would not be teaming with Dean Ambrose at Sunday's Hell in a Cell event. No shit. Dave Meltzer reported in the latest installment of the Wrestling Observer Radio, the reason WWE pulled Orton from Hell in a Cell is that, and he's actually telling the truth this time, is that on the past weekend in Mexico, that was last weekend, was because he dislocated his shoulder. Orton is scheduled to have an MRI soon and has been reportedly working with the injury for some time. Orton has a long history with shoulder injuries. Well, yeah, no fifteen, shit. I think 15 or 20. He's, he's almost up to Real Mysterio's left knee. Yeah, but at least Randy Orton shows up to fucking work. Oh, yeah, but he's you know, getting Ray up Mysterio, there. I got a finger cut. I got to take seven months off. <laughs> Ooh-hoo. <laughs> I might die of um, fucking... Infection. I don't know, infection. You know, I need some, neo- I need some Neosporin, ah, and that shit's Z-pack. expensive. Yeah, I need a Z-Pack. Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray gets a Z-Pack. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm fine now. Uh, as seen on Sunday night's Hell in a Cell event, Alberto Del Rio made his return to the WWE to defeat John Cena and clean and became United yeah, States champion. Yeah, holy shit. For those unaware, Del Rio is also currently the mega champion for the AAA promotion. In regards to AAA being notified about his return, Ryan Alvarez reported on Tuesday's installment of the Wrestling Observer Live, the promotion was involved of Del Rio's return only 30 minutes prior to him appearing on the televised event. As noted earlier, Del Rio's new deal with WWE will allow him to finish up his contracted obligations with other promotions. Additionally... AAA President Dorian Roldan Pena commented on Del Rio winning the title and said that there would be more news soon. Now, Del Rio is able to finish up his things on the indie circuit. He's a champion down there. He just finished Lucha Underground, I believe. Yeah. And I believe... Don't he was the champion on, there, too. He's a champion there. He's champion everywhere. I yeah. believe Del Rio... <laughs> Is getting like 1.3 million. Oh God! That's, and that's... on his first night back, he's a U.S. champion. So he's he beat John Cena clean, and he beat John done. Cena fucking clean. So I mean, how many people have done that? I mean, like probably like five, six. <laughs> probably six. Steen is one of them. 
Yeah, that's one. And I think Orton is another. Yeah. Taker is another. But we don't talk about that because... No. It never happened. You know, they, that, that shit never happened. And I think Kurt Angle's another one. Yeah. And, that's, and Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Oh, and um, and Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. And Shawn. So, six. Yeah, that's six people. Um, so, Del Rio is the champion of Mexico, the champion of Lucha Underground, the champion of WWE. This guy is like a fucking champion everywhere. Yeah, I, I think he was even a champion where when he, uh, Tommy Dreamer booked him at his company, uh, Hardcore, uh, what was it called? Forever Hardcore or Hardcore Heaven or whatever you call them. I think he was the champion there too. So <laughs> he was this, champion everywhere. This brings up a lot of questions. What so did you like uh, inseminate everything when you when you saw Alberto Del Rio on your screen? Yes. <laughs> My walls are pregnant with DM babies. You know, um, the crowd chanted El Patron. Did you hear that? I don't think the crowd cared. It was just a matter of oh fuck, he's back. Um. This brings up a lot of questions because there was a uh, there was a podcast and there was an RF video shoot and Del Rio pretty much buried WWE. Yeah, and he said, "Fuck you, Vince McMahon, you racist bastard." The it's- last year or so, he just buried WWE, and he's one of the first guys outside of Brock Lesnar. But I don't think Brock gave a shit. But he's one of the first guys that vehemently. Uh, disobeyed the 30-day uh, clause, and his ex- and his ring his reason was my family has to eat. Fuck you. So he's went to Lucha Underground. I haven't seen season two, so I don't know where his. Yeah, they're starting taping soon in November. Oh, they haven't taped yet. No, no, they're starting taping. I think in the next month or so. So they haven't taped yet. No, they haven't taped yet. So he's not there yet. No, apparently not. Okay. Uh, he was a big guy in uh, in AAA, and he was supposed to go to, I think he was supposed to go to Ring of Honor, too. Yeah, and, and they had TNA offering for him, too. Yes, there were like five companies that were all clinging. New Japan, also. Everyone was going for Del Rio, and all of a sudden, WWE got him back. So this makes me wonder, okay, how did that conversation go? And why did he go back? Because they have, like, talked shit about him, you know, racist stuff. Everyone from the camera guy to say racist shit. Why would you go back to a company that belittled you and talked shit about you and said nasty stuff about you? I wouldn't go back. And considering he was God in Mexico next to Rey, oh, Myster- yeah. next to Rey Mysterio, um, you know, it, it it really makes me wonder what kind of deal they really cut him. One fat paycheck. Uh, probably. I, I heard that he's getting 1.3 or 1.5 million a year. That's like in... That's in a lot Rome. of... That's, that's some decent money. Isn't that like what uh, uh, Brock Lesnar makes? Nah, he gets like 2 million a year. Uh-huh. Damn. Because he got he, they signed him for $6 million. But he's been around for yeah. three, so new contract, probably three more years, $6 million. So, again, the whole thing is... Del Rio's back. WWE kind of shrugged their shoulders and went, well, we didn't want him to go, but we didn't really do anything to that social media guy, but we fired him, but we had to fire Del Rio. Del Rio said they're a bunch of racist bastards, and WWE was all, well, we don't want him to leave. We want him back, but, you know, and then Del Rio's back after he told WWE to suck his puto. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> suck my Johnsons. Yeah, so... 
I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I'm glad he's back because just because. <laughs> Didn't he look like in better shape now than oh when God, he left? For real. Well, he's been working out. He rose that title up, and I go, "Holy shit! His chest is as wide as my shoulders." When he left, I think he was like in 260. Now he was down to 239. So he he lost like 30 pounds. Yeah, but he's buff. Oh yeah. I mean, he is. He just he got buff. His (laughs) he's got a skinny waistline. He's got a big ass chest. And when he rose that title, it's like, fuck. John Cena can't even do that. (laughs) No. Like, Jesus Christ, what the hell has he been doing for the last year? Probably be eating a lot of protein and uh, working out. Uh, yeah, so Viva Del Rio, and we saw him on Tuesday. El Patron. Day and shit. Uh, as seen on Sunday's Hell in a Cell, both Brock and Taker were busted open in the main event of the show. While neither of the superstars bladed in the match, they were both busted open the hard way. Not quite sure how with Brock, but... Lesnar hit the ring post, and Taker was punched in the head, both incidents causing them to bleed. Brian Alvarez mentioned on the latest installment of the Wrestling Observer Radio that he received texts from someone that was backstage at the event and witnessed Vince McMahon's reaction to the blood. Alvarez said that Vince and Dunn were freaking out, losing shit, and punting a child because the company has a no-blood policy. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. Dunn was seen screaming for a doctor to get out there. However, the doctor didn't really seem to do much as Lesnar shoved the doctor down after the match and the doctor I heard that was a shoot and everyone was mad. Yeah, that was absolutely a shoot. That was an awesome shoot. (laughs) That that was fucking cool. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Vince and Don, they were just saying that to to say nice things to the sponsors, but they know that they love that shit. Kevin Dunn doesn't. Yeah, Kevin Dunn doesn't love anything wrestling. I was about to say, Kevin Dunn doesn't love anything. No. (laughs) He doesn't even love himself. He should just off himself already with fucking rat poison. You you Um, don't get cancer and die. But I remember watching the match and go, oh my god. Lesnar's busted. Lesnar is busted. Lesnar is hemorrhaging. Fucking gushing. (laughs) Everywhere. I got and, like, then, and then Taker's hair was like blood too. It was all over his <laughs> face. His hair was going everywhere. Didn't that look like their Hell in a Cell match from '03? All. Oh no, that was worse. Yeah, that was worse. That was beyond. Wor- Taker just kept <laughs> bleeding in that one. Yeah, he was a Sith. I mean, it was like fucking Christ. There's nothing left to give. <laughs> he was the like fucking a the canvas has AIDS now because how much Taker has been bleeding on the fucking. He was um, like a faucet. Do you remember that? Oh, I, I'll never forget. But they don't mention that on the network. We don't. Want oh to no, it, it never happened. Yeah, it never happened. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they Doctor quickly got in there, white Brock Lesnar, and I think they super glued him because he stopped bleeding. Yeah. Like, as soon as they wiped his face, it's like, okay, there's no more blood. Then Taker started bleeding, and they did the same thing. And Brock's like, fuck this shit, and just threw the doctor on his ass. And Yeah, get out of here, you maggot. And what's the worst thing going to do? Find Brock Lesnar? Yeah, really? <laughs> we find you know, $20,000. I would imagine being the guy to walk up and go, Brock, um... We have to find you. you we have to find you $10,000 for... Ah! You just laugh at them. And then, okay. having to walk up to Taker and go and Taker, yes. um... Mark, we have Never to mind. Find <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> How do you we walk up to, to those two and say, you guys are fined $10,000? How would Vince McMahon be able to do that? 
I don't buy this store that they're going ape shit backstage. It's only I a fucking ploy. It, yeah. it, it, there's only this is only the Kevin Dunn. They say that because only for the sponsors, but I know inside they they would they know they knew all of him about they're gonna bleed. I don't know because yeah, I think it's a shoot fight. It's a shoot, man. Because do they really like? They do the only for the sponsors and everything, but inside they really they knew that they're gonna be. They had like. Do you a really meeting. think sponsors are gonna pop on to PW Insider and read this shit? Maybe no. I don't know. The sponsors, all they care about is that their wrestling product, is, you know, is sanitary and that they're making money. The minute yeah, someone bleeds, it's like, oh god, they're bleeding. Oh fuck. Yeah, shit. but Tim, don't you think that they had prior to the match? Don't you think that they had like a little meeting with Brock, him, and Vince, and Taker, and they said, okay, this is what we're gonna do, and uh, we're gonna have some color, but officially we're gonna be mad at you, but unofficially we're gonna fucking love it. Don't you think that they would? Knew I don't about think so. Before? I really don't think so. I think they go out there and say, just have your match and do your shit. Um, and I can but say you think that, that. Do you think Taker and, and Lesnar went to business for themselves then? Why not? If they walked up to them and said, "We don't want you to bleed," and Taker went, "Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck them. This is hell in a cell. People need to bleed in this motherfucker." It's exactly. Gonna, what are they gonna do? Fire them? Especially <laughs> when they're promoting the twenty-five years of fucking Taker at Survivor Series. Yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna attack the your the mainstay of the fucking company. You go ahead. Yeah. I fucking dare you. We're gonna suspend you in uh, and Brock for thirty days. Yeah, for thirty for bleeding. You you broke yeah. company policy. It's like, oh, I broke company policy. Uh, you want to tell that, that to Sean fucking time. Michaels? Who you tell him <laughs> yeah. don't do something, he does it anyway. So please, the sponsors uh, can fuck off. I think I think that is uh, I, I'm gonna stick to it. I think that is I think they knew about it. I don't think they knew shit. I think you they don't. knew that it had the possibility to go that route, but I don't think they expected Brock to bleed as bad as he did. But do you think that Taker did he bust and open him the the hard way? Then? Yeah, of course he got busted open hard way. Of course he did. That hurts. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you think that it's easy to take some uh, a small object or something? I don't know where. I don't. Brock Lesnar is not a wrestler. Okay, he does not have the coordination or the the agility to pull a blade job. But if you go back to WrestleMania with the match with Reigns, didn't something happen there too? Yeah, there's one good spot on his head that if you hit him hard enough, he's gonna bleed. Mm-hmm. It's like so Ric you, Flair. So you don't one good spot that, on the head, and he's gonna bleed. So you don't think that Mike Kyoda gave him a blade? No, I seriously don't. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm still thinking that they did it with the blade. I think they juiced oh, or got I, I don't Abdullah think style. I don't even think they're allowed to do that. So. Hmm. Uh, I'm sticking with my shit, so... <laughs> you go ahead, but I don't think that they're allowed to juice because of reasons hepatitis. and shit. Yeah, hepatitis. I'm sure do, do you remember? Do you, mem- do you remember Larry? I mean, Abdullah the Butcher from way back. That is a totally different... <laughs> that, that You can talk about gigging. Have you seen his forehead? I'd rather not. <laughs> like, it's awesome. no, it, it, that you, guy you, had razor blades in his asshole, so... Yeah. 
<laughs> you, knew, you, you, could, you, could, you could stick a coin in his forehead and it would stick. Probably. I know that that guy he, is... He bled. He almost bled to death in a match in Texas. With, uh, you know, put him and Necro Butcher in a match, yeah, and, that, and that's the end of it. They yeah. bleed to death and die. Um, since it's Autism Awareness Month, uh, PW Insider reports that WWE has been in talks with Nick Eugene Dinsmore about possibly bringing him back to the company in some capacity. As of this writing, oh, it remains wow. un- yeah. <laughs> as of this writing, it remains unknown if they plan on having him return as the main roster talent or as a coach at the Performance Center. He has worked in both capacities for WWE in the past. For those not aware, Dinsmore worked with the with, with uh, Dinsmore worked with as a coach at the Performance Center for about a year, but it was released back in October of 2014. For those of you who don't know Eugene, he was a retard. But and I'm not. Oh my God! You said retard. Someone's gonna get mad. And you know what? <laughs> and if they get mad, fuck them. You know, you know, I, you know, I don't. You know I don't fucking care. I really fucking don't. This PC, you know, special needs bullshit. No, they're fucking retarded. They were born he, retarded. That's how they are. But here's the thing: they had they this don't guy. Even care. No, they, they don't, don't care. care. They don't. You saw a retard that gave a shit that you called them retarded. They don't care. They don't they're happy. Fly. Yeah, they're happy. So fuck them. But here's the thing: they had this perfectly normal guy play a retard. Yeah. So there's where you should get offended. <laughs> and you could tell you could tell something about Nick Dinsmore that he's a hell of a wrestler. Well, he was Mr. Wrestling 4, I think. Yeah, and uh, he's not a bad wrestler if you want to use him as Nick Dinsmore. So, I, I don't know what. Remember the matches Eugene had with Triple H. <laughs> I would just make him a professional wrestler and call him Nasty Nick Dinsmore and just have him mm. be a fucking heel or some shit. I don't know, just Do you think he could be a heel? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. People uh, love him. Not, not as Eugene. Not as no, Eugene. But people love him as Eugene. Yeah, because they didn't because they didn't know any better. <laughs> wasn't he like? Wasn't Eugene in WWE like in 06 or 05 or something like that? I don't recall when it was a Eugene maybe. character. Oh, was it prior to that? Was it in 03 or you know when they had like uh, with Flair and they had the. Um, it was back from 03 to 06 is when he yeah. was around because he was with the whole Benoit thing and yeah, you know Eugene get the chair and all that shit. And mm. Yeah, I, I didn't really care much for. I Eugene. would like him out, have him like a trainer or or a coach down in NXT. But yeah, go for it. You know, mm. I I call Eugene a Russo gimmick. It's mm. something that is really stupid, and it somehow got over, and the fans loved it for the wrong fucking reason. Because it's it's funny that the, the the retarded guy outsmarts the the big bad heel. The fact that Eugene went twenty minutes with Triple H is like really, really. <laughs> is is this what we're fucking doing? And they're talking about how Triple H buries people. He carried a retard through a match. That's not burying. That's burying yourself. You should have. Yeah, and they were putting the retarded retarded guy over. In a big way. Well, he beat him. He, yeah, even if he lost, but he put him over. Yeah, but, you know, Triple H, you know, he's, he buries people. Yeah, he yeah buries the golden people. shovel. Watch it. Uh, he, he buries people. Yeah, that's why he's running the company. Ah, so, figure for Weekly Online reports that Rusev's injury suffered at Tuesday's tapings appears to be legit. As noted, Rusev... Rusev got man- injured? 
Yes, as noted, Rusev may have suffered an injury working a match against Neville at Tuesday's main event tapings in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, was, main event, okay. I was I, there. I completely forgot that even existed. Yeah, so did we. Uh, PW Insider reports that the word going around backstage is that Rusev may have suffered a torn bicep. As of this writing, there's no confirmation of the severity of the injury. However, it was bad enough to stop the match. What happened, for those of you that didn't catch it, the main event of main event, I know, uh, was... <laughs> Rusev versus Neville. And I said, well, fuck. The fuck did Neville do to deserve that torture? They wrestled for like three minutes, and then Neville did a low bridge, and Rusev went up and over. Something to that effect. He either went up and... Yeah, he went up and over. Rusev hits the ground, and Neville's waiting, and he's walking around, and he's holding like his arm. And he's shaking it. And I go, okay, he's acting. He gets in the ring, and he's like, <laughs> If Then he rolls back to the floor, and he's like shaking his arm, and he goes back into the ring, and the doctor comes in, and we're like, fucking bullshit. Did they throw up dicks? Hold the on. No, just hold on. Let me get there. Uh-huh. Take this ride with me. The referee, get the, the, that's the ref, the trainer gets in there and he's talking to him and, and Everine's like, bullshit, it's fucking Rusev, he's, he's fucking, it's, he's fucking bullshit, it's a fucking ploy, bullshit, bullshit. All of a sudden, ding, ding, ding! What? Ladies and gentlemen, the referee has stopped the match due to an injury. Your winner, Neville! And I go, okay, I see what this is. Rusev says he was injured. The referee says, no, we're stopping the match. Rusev being a heel goes, no, no, I, I, I'm not that injured. I, 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 I can still wrestle. But no, that's not what happened. He actually fucked his shoulder, his bicep. Holy shit. <laughs> Man, so he fucked I like up, Rusev. Yeah, he fucked up his ankle. Now he fucked up his bicep. Now he can have wedded bliss in the hospital with Lana. Yes. They can have the honeymoon there. <clears throat> They're going to have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> if you fuck up a, 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 um, a muscle injury like a bicep or a tricep, doesn't that take m- months to heal? That takes a while. It it does take a while. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. God damn it, that sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't even Neville's fault. It was just the way I guess Rusev just fell or something. It was and, just... and you were there and you didn't save him? What the fuck? What was I supposed to do? <laughs> he's supposed to he's supposed to run in and take the bump for him. Rusev's a big motherfucker. The fact that he grabbed the table and he fucking threw it and he th- like ripped apart the barricade and went after the timekeeper and fucking ate a baby was like I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> you know you know that Rusev is all He walked up to a fan and he's all fuck you and he just fucking threw her in the air and ate her. It was like he went fucking <laughs> berserk. And Neville is just like, what the fuck I won, right? <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Whatever that, the fuck he said. You know, you know that, you know that, uh, you know that Rusev is almost 140 kilos. I mean, he is a big dude. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not fucking with that. Kilos are. Well, I know what they are, but I don't know what they mean. Yeah, it's it's the other the, the we use instead of uh, pounds. I mean, we use kilos, so it's they say even say when he enters it. From yeah. Bulgaria, weighing, weighing 138 kilos. Well, see, we use kilos and grams out here, but it's for cocaine. Um, so <laughs> It's the metric system. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And we all thought, that was decent. That was that was a decent angle they pulled. I, I kind of like that. Match? Rusev <laughs> acting like he's injured and they're going to have a return match on Raw. And then I find out, no, th- this is legit. And I went, oh. Well, so it, so we think, ate that I'm, baby for no reason. You know that... what. 
I've got two questions. Uh, one question. Was it a good match before that happened? Yeah, for three minutes it was a good match. Okay. How many matches were there at the live there were, event? There, there were three total at the main event. One was um, Fandango and... Um, what? Is he still wrestling? Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, The, the four people you thought that they got rid of. Fandango and Heath Slater against Curtis Axel and Sandow. That was one. Ah. Two jobber teams. Who who was the extra jobbers? <laughs> well, Sandow and Axel won. So. Oh, and then they had yeah. Becky Lynch versus Bree and... Oh, God. <sighs> you know, I'm happy because I was like... Oh, I was getting into the, the trio's team of Seamus, uh, Rusev, and uh, King Barrett because they were on a fucking roll. Nah, not anymore. Oh, uh, the, the other match was Becky Lynch. Oh, hello, versus Bree. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. I was Becky then to see live. Becky was nice. Bree get pregnant or something. Oh, that skinny care. girl. And you see him with a goddamn bread in the oven on that skinny girl. I mean, can you imagine Bree Bella, skin, that skinny more, fucking bitch? More like fucking a bun in the oven. Yeah, but Literally a bun in the oven. a fucking bread roll, like, like the size of a goddamn... I mean, can you, she was like a like, uh, Etheria child or something from Nigeria. What's sad is I yelled at the people behind me, well, someone in the family has to work, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danielson isn't working <clears throat> a lot. Not by his choice. It's a matter of, it's like, when can I come back to work? Oh, you have, a, you have a head injury. Well, fuck what? you. <laughs> he's been cleared by two fucking doctors. Now he's going to go to a third doctor and get cleared again. And WWE right, won't even buy that. by one and denied by the other one. They're, the third one's going to be the, the decision maker. What? But he hasn't even, like, cleared twice. Yeah, turn into a storyline or some shit. I don't know. Oh, shit. So, so Rusev is injured. That's shitty. That is uh, suit. Hey, I've got to work. Yeah, i got to work. Uh, Bellator sent out the press release confirming rumors that Kurt Angle has signed with Bellator. However... There was no mention on if he will be fighting for the promotion. Here's the announcement. It's true. It's damn true. Bellator MMA signs former WWE and current TNA superstar Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle. Angle is set to join the already awesome Bellator MMA Fan Fest at Dave & Buster's on November 5th and attend the Bellator 145 on November 6th at the Scott Street Center in St. Louis. Uh, I think there's more. Santa Monica, November 5th. Combat sports fans from all around the country will converge on the Dave & Busters in Maryland Heights, Missouri, for the official Bellator Fan Fest, where they can meet several fan favorites, athletes, and get the asses fucked. Uh, Bellator <laughs> officials announced today that TNA superstar and former WWE superstar and Olympic gold medalist and the second coming of Jesus will join the epic lineup, which is already... Packed with star power with the likes of Kimbo Slice, Liam McGreevy, Royce Gracie, Ken Shamrock, and Tito Ortiz. So, Kurt Angle is joined Bellator. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that means he left TNA. Yeah. Which I think finally confirms... Fuck it. <laughs> what, what's Dave and Buster's? Dave & Buster's is a restaurant arcade. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, it's like an arcade for adults. Have, well, have you guys not attended arcades to... arcades are for kids to begin with, but this <laughs> yeah. one's like... Have, have you guys... They serve uh, alcohol. All right. Have you attended Dave & Buster's? Yeah, I've been there several times. It's like the adult version of Chuck E. Cheese. Is, it, is the food good there? Ah, food's all right. 
Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's all right. It's, a matter okay. if they, it's not all a matter if they spit in it or not. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's the adult version of uh, uh, cheese. Uh, what was it? Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese. cheese. Except they don't serve yeah. pizza. They serve food. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, so Kurt Angle to Bellator. I have no idea what a 48-year-old is going to do there, but... He's going to get killed if he gets in the octagon. Uh, <clears throat> fuck him. <laughs> don't care. Uh, can you imagine him and Kimbo Slice going at it? And he's a big dude. Yeah. He would kill him. I think Kimbo Slice, though, was a lot of hype. Um, <laughs> he's a street fighter and, um, you know, fought here and there. And he went to UFC and he had a couple of good matches. And he fought one guy that fucked him up in, like, 26 seconds and... Put him in an armbar or something. No, he, like, kicked him in the head and, like, started <laughs> punching him, and the referee's like, oh, sh- oh shit. Uh, oh, shit. Fuck, stop. <laughs> and uh, I think it was, like, three to one odds or some shit, and Kimbo just got his ass kicked, and I think since then it's an all a matter of, well, you know. I mean, it's, like, it's, get... like, it's like Mike Tyson syndrome. You know what I mean? Right. Mike Tyson just kills people, and you have one guy that fucks him up, and it's like, you know, we're done. <laughs> If you get that, if you get your ass kicked that severely in, in UFC, don't don't you think that okay, this is a this is a sign that I get, I better get off this shit <laughs> before I get permanent. Well, I think he's like in his fifties, so it's understandable. Oh. But you know, I wouldn't call him a fucking legend. But then again, I don't follow MMA, so I don't know how much. I don't know if he's like the. I mean, you know that you know that uh, Royce Gracie, the Gracie family is legit. They're they're ones who are, uh, one of those who are training CM Punk at the moment. One of the two MMA families, and you have like Tito Ortiz. He was in UC before, I think. And yeah, he Ken, Shamrock, Ken Shamrock like four times. Yeah, and Ken Shamrock uh, is from the MMA world. So, and you have like uh, the the guy that WWF back then uh, put, put made him a joke, you know. Um, uh, what was that gay uh, other MMA fight they had back then? Dan Severn. You remember Dan the B Severn, yeah. And he's See, but, Dan, but Dan Severn is legit. He's got like yeah. 140 wins or some shit. Yeah. Why Punk didn't go to him and go, uh, Mr. Severn, teach you me. Train me. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like the fucking Rocky of MMA. To he's the father of MMA. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, the reason Los Matadores have been kept off WWE television is because WWE wants you to forget about them. <laughs> That's repackage. right, kids. The plans is to eventually repackage them and bring them back at some point. At one point, WWE is attempting to sign Carlito to the company and have him paired with the duo. However, the former star rejected their low ball offer. That's um, not cool. I heard they're going to come back as Cholos. Cholos? I swear to God, that's what I heard. What, what, what? Cholos? Cholos. What? Uh, it's a uh, Mexican gangster. Aha! You know, that would the, be cool. You know, with the bandana and the... All right. The... Oh, what is it called? The, the wife beater and the, the, flannel, okay. and the like, flannel shirt. So, uh, All right. We're talking like Camacho and Unico then. Yes. So, well, so what, before, what, what, he what, if, before he was Sin Cara. Before he was Sin Cara. And here's the best part. They're going to be Mexican Cholos and they're Puerto Rican. What so? What's gonna happen if they go in that route? What happened to the little fella? He got El or Churito Burrito. It's gonna be a little chulo. He got AIDS or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's gonna be the little. He's gonna be the little chulo. Can you imagine little puto, him? Little puto. Yeah. Um, no, I. That's what I heard that they're gonna repackage them as, and I go, but 
Why is I'm, it that the Mexican gimmicks have to remain Mexican? You know what I mean? Like, can't they do something that's not in their fucking ethnicity? Like <laughs> that's Vince McMahon. You know like that white people. <laughs> that's that's Vince McMahon and Kevin. Like Bond. he's Mexican. Make yeah. him a matador. I like it. Uh, yeah, we're, you know we're, that means Puerto Rican. Kevin Puerto Rican, even better. They have Puerto Rican matadors, don't they? You know, you know, Spain. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that they, you know that Vince McMahon brains works like that with foreigners. They're gonna make him a fucking gimmick that's horrible and totally destroy them. I'm just waiting for one of them to go, Vince. They're Puerto Rican. The matador thing isn't working. We need no. It's stop. They're all the right. fucking like, colognes. Like, all right, I have an idea. I have an idea. Give him a mask <laughs> and a claw. He could be like that guy from that fighting game. That one that just came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool to have a Vega, though. It would be, Vegas. but there'd be yeah. two of them. Vegas. You know, Los Vegas. Yeah, Los Vegas. And then people would be holding their heads going, this is so 1993. Uh, you can take back the goon, Duke the Drumster Dosey. You know, it's like just let them fucking wrestle. Be call them the Colognes or, or yeah, they aren't they the Colognes? The, they yeah, the they are. Epico and Primo. Call them Epico and Primo. Put masks on them and have them be luchadors. Oh shit! What a novel concept. Well, wait, they're Mexican. Make them <laughs> matadors, Vince. They're not Mexican. They're Puerto Rican, and matadors come from fucking Spain. Mm. How the fuck did we fuck this up? You give a Mexican you know, colors, a Spanish gimmick, and they're from Puerto Rico. You know, Why you know just that give them machine guns and, and, and piss off the Cubans while you're at it. You, you know, you know <laughs> that you know way back then, then when when Gail Kim was in the company and said, "Ooh, I'm by, um an Asian," I'm by, and Jim Ross, but you know that means that uh, there there are a lot of Asian porn stars out there. And they're really popular with the male group. It's that said. God damn it! Make her the champ. Like she looks Mexican. Make her Mexican. Um, yeah. She's Asian. I like me some Mexican food. Yeah. Me like some Mexican ass. I, I, I don't get it. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope that my sources have told me wrong. But if Los Matadores come back as El Cholos, they've just pissed off their, their Mexican fan base. And <laughs> gee, I wonder who they're going to go up against. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> you know, is, is it, I mean, isn't, yeah. Isn't there like a rumor also that the Usos are coming back? Uh, there is a rumor that they're coming back. In what capacity, I have no fucking idea. Because yeah. Jimmy like fucked up his everything. Oh, shit. So I think he broke everything but his dick. So, Ooh. Uh, that would make Trinity really, really nah, Trinity angry. And, yeah, fuck it. Um... So yeah, that's uh, that's it for the news of the week. We got still more to cover. Why don't we get into the first thing that happened? To tell about this guy you all know me and we scared as hell. He 
I remember it right. And we had just gotten back off tour last night. So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summon up the posse and dumb brush the movie. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Reddy Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life. That was alright though, cause the lady was chill. Then we dipped to the theater set to film. We saw Elm Street, and man, it was death. And everything seemed all right when we left. But when I got home and laid down to sleep, that began the nightmare. But on my street... A lot of things I should do as his taker, but no. Yeah. Uh, well, it opened up with the first match. It was the dark match. It was Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville against Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett. Not a bad little six-man you know, opener. Yeah. Con- considering these guys were on the fucking pre-show. Yeah. God damn. That's, that's pretty low for a lot of these guys. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> but it's, it's all right. The first match opens up with John Cena coming up going, you know what? I got a plane to catch, so fuck it. Who uh, wants damn, sorry, sorry to cut you off, damn, but they got a heel win on the pre-show. No, it was the face win. Okay, it was the face it win. It was the oh, face okay, win. I was, yeah, I was for, uh, forgetting it was the... Uh, the heels won on Raw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So on. John Cena comes on and goes, fuck it. I got a plane to catch because I got a reality show to cape. So um, you want some? Come fucking get some. Out comes Zeb Coulter. And I thought... Zeb Coulter's going to fight John Cena for the U.S. title. On a scooter. Fuck it, I'll buy it. Out comes Alberto Del Rio. Huh? Okay, this pay-per-view went from eh to awesome. And Del Rio beats John Cena in eight minutes. With a Please, and John Cena, John Clean. Cena went down like a little bitch. <laughs> he didn't, I mean, there were no false finishes. There was, it wasn't a long match. It wasn't even, I mean, it, there was no like, I mean, Alberto de Rio just kicked his ass. And he kicked him in the head. And then he pinned him. That was it. <laughs> Did you see Cena's face after the match? Like, uh, what the fuck happened? Uh, uh, Cena, uh, Cena was just like, oh, whatever, I'm leaving. It, yeah, I gotta fuck Nikki. Bye, folks. Uh. Yeah, um, kind of weird seeing Del Rio and Coulter together can seeing they were fighting for like a year and a half. You know, the whole swagger thing. Yeah. But now they're doing Mex America. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. is rubbing people the wrong way, but I'm smiling at the same time because I know where this could go. Face? Is this a hey? Is this we don't, be I a- don't know. Here's the thing. Zeb Coulter said, the people are booing you, motherfucker. It's time <laughs> for people to be united. So... Using that the- that theology, he's taking America and Mexico and putting them together. Instead of us fighting each other, we should be working together. That's one. That makes fucking sense. So That's why are we so why are we booing Del Rio? Yeah, you know what so, I mean. It, this is weird. He was making like a political statement before he uh, in- introduces El Patron. It was to the just, ring. it was just it was bizarre. But Del Rio wins in eight minutes. The fans are going berserk, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and you and you and you just all over the wall and impregnated impregnated the wall back home. Well, they ain't gonna put no fucking wall up. There. <laughs> <laughs> you were happy. You were I, happy I, I was happy to say the least. 
jizzes everywhere. I was like, oh shit, this oh, is shit. like this is gonna be a good pay per view. Uh, the next match was Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt in the first Hell in a Cell, and this was not bad. Not bad. Um, I love the, the few spots that they did innovatively with the the, the bamboos, uh, the stick. When they put it like in, in the cell, or they did with it, they did some innovative stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was I like right, the match. It was an all right sell. I didn't mind it. A I think they busted their ass off, both I'm, guys. I'm a little agitated that Roman won. Uh-huh. I kind of see what they're doing. It's going to be the chosen one. Here's the thing. I'm borderline, and I mean borderline, done with Bray. And it's not him. It's just the booking. It's the creative. It, it's, it's not even the creative. It's the booking. You think? It, okay. Bray needs to start winning matches yesterday. I mean, he, this is his. This is his spot. I mean, cut promos. Have feuds. Cut promos, lose. lose. That's it. Cut promos and lose. Like you know, and lose cut, to the cut guy. promos, have feuds, lose feuds. That's it. That would be his new T-shirt. That would be the money maker. Cut promo. And when, enter feud, and when he lose. wins a feud, the guy that loses it. The next night, we'll just no-sell it like nothing happened. Yeah. I mean, it's cut it's, promos, lose, repeat. Cut promos, lose. And then lose, Bray no-sells his losses. It's like, it's like he just lost a feud, and, that, and well, at the end of the night, he abducts the fucking Undertaker. I don't give a fuck about losses, man. Uh, so it was an alright sell. Kind of not happy with the result. Uh, New Day versus the Dudley Boys are uh, complete with... Well, actually, that's on SmackDown, but they start talking about unicorn horns. Oh. One unicorn horn for Xavier Woods. This was a pretty fun tag match that the Dudley boys lost. They got fucked again. Again. New Day's on a roll. <laughs> Sorry, Dudley. I, mean, I, I, think, I think it's good that the, the Dudleys are back in helping the other young teams to get better. They don't have a choice at this point. If they was if they were gonna get the tag titles, it would have been here. They didn't. Exactly. So no. eventually they will. Uh, but I think, they will I don't be, think, I think so. they're going. I think they're gonna. I think the Dudley's gonna turn heels at some point. You know, uh, another heel tag team. I mean, how many more do we? <laughs> you know, you know that they're gonna turn heel at some point. I mean, they were heel. They were heel back in the old. They're the legend tag team. They had it a couple years ago with the Outlaws. Now it's the Dudleys, and then pretty soon they'll get fucking, I don't know, too cool or something. To, to I, I, I'm betting that, you know what, the Usos is going to come back, and they are going to win the titles. It's, I'm going to bet on it. Probably, I'm going to throw a fucking chair through my window if that happens. <laughs> you better get Can that. you film it and put it on YouTube, then? You better get that chair ready. Uh, Charlotte versus Nikki Bella with the stipulation that no divas were allowed at ringside. I didn't know that was a stipulation. I thought you said demons. No <laughs> demons allowed. Uh, well, you know, when they, it is that time of the month, they do become demons. Uh, Charlotte beats Nikki by submission and, and an awkward submission. She did like an Indian deathlock bridge. I yeah, like that's it. That's the figure eight. Break that bitch's ass. I want to see Nikki scream in pain and fucking cry and choke on her own vomit. I, I want to see pain in her eyes. You know, Charlotte, she, she's quite bendable. <laughs> yes. God damn. And so is Nikki's ass. Uh, yeah. WWE, <laughs> wow. 
WWE Champion Seth freaking Rollins defeats Kane. Clean. Clean. Mind you, ladies and gentlemen, clean. Did you have a problem with this match? Yeah. No, I did not have a problem with this match. Seth Rollins needed a convincing win. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad it had to be on Kane because they built him up as this fucking monster and he just loses to the pedigree. He loses. Uh, I, I heard around that people say, oh, goddamn, there were no storyline in this match. God damn it. Yeah, there was. There was good. There yeah. was plenty of storyline in this match. But Kane. I know. One of Kane's better matches. Yeah. I'm not big on Kane's matches. I, I never have been, but this was actually this is good. You know when th- th- this is the typical stuff what they do to Kane. If they want him to get his balls back, and then they have him lose to a, a guy. I mean, it, nothing nothing bad against uh, um, Seth Rollins, but isn't that the typical? Thinking what they do with Kane nowadays. They build him up as the fucking monster. He got his balls back. He's doing everything. He chokeslam everybody. He chokeslams the arena. He chokeslams the cars. And then he loses to a guy. I mean, to put him over, you know that he's a good guy. No, that's the story of his fucking career. Even back in the old days, he would always beat people up outside of matches. And then he'd lose the match. Like... When it when it came to being an ass kicker, you didn't want to run into him backstage, around the stage, around the ring, anywhere near the ring. But in the ring, it was like he's going to lose. Uh, he won a few back in the days, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying he didn't always like. No, no, I'm no. Not saying he didn't lose all the or always lose. Seth Rollins, I can't, I can't fucking say anything. Seth right Rollins now. had to get the win here, so just surprised it was a clean fucking. I love the role rolling scene. All the honor. matches I mean, are clean tonight, folks. There's no shenanigans yeah. in any of these matches. I, I, so. love the, I love the chicken shit heel he's doing right now, Rollins. I mean, he is good as a fuck, fucking chicken shit heel. Yeah, but he wins, though. So, yeah. it's not really being if, a chicken shit. It's more so, I don't want to deal with this fucker. There's a difference no. between chicken yeah. shit heel and I just don't rather not soil my yeah, shit. Yeah, he's like Shawn Michaels back in the days. Well... You can see you can see something there, a comparison with him and Sean. Sean usually, you know, when Sean was afraid of, the, of Taker, for instance, he like, oh, oh shit, I want to face him. You know, he talked a lot of shit about Taker, and then when he Taker suddenly were there, it's like he was hiding behind Triple H or China or everything like that. You know how he was back in the day. Yeah, but I don't think I'd want to compare the two. No, 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 but. You gotta love Seth Rollins' work right now. I mean, the guy is simply one of the best. I mean, he is really, really good. I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, Seamus beats him. Uh, <laughs> the the throwaway match of the night: Kevin Owens versus Ryback. Oh yeah. Now I call this the throwaway match because it was only five minutes, and yeah. I kind of feel like they did the same match they did last month. It almost kind of felt that way, and a lot shorter. Yeah, but this time it ended with uh, the pop pop power bomb or sky sky high bomb sky high bomb. Yeah, Kevin Owens again cleanly, cleanly yep, clean. beat Ryback. Oh, false finishers. And I One, went, three. and I went, we've had six matches so far, and every fucking match has ended clean. What the That's fuck kind straight. of booking is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Vince Russo booking. It's like all of a sudden people are actually winning matches. This is fucked up. All right, I'll take it. You're not used to it. Well, then we get to the next match, and that's where, fuck the rules. Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. There were people going back and forth on this. Uh, they bled. 
they tore up the ring, they tore up the doctor, they beat up the referee, they beat up the cage. Uh, it ends with uh, a low blow, F5, 1, 2, 3. Undertaker's, le- Undertaker's legacy is fucking ruined because now he looks like a crippled old man that can't win a fucking match. Uh, really? You think that? That's what I've been hearing. Uh, oh. Well, it- you're probably talking to Undertaker fans. They're delusional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, <laughs> then Taker drops down on his knees and starts to, you know, praise Satan Jesus. And out comes, out comes Bray Wyatt, and nobody fucking comes out to fucking help him. I mean, let's yeah, not send any fuck? fucking referees or fucking security or fucking anybody. Let's just have them kill the fucking, even JBL. Oh my god, Michael, they're beating the fuck out of the Undertaker. I oh, fuck these motherfuckers, you piece this of a, shit. This is Harris, dude. It's like, get up and warrior. fucking help him, you coward piece of shit. So then they grab Taker and they move him to the back, end of show. The, the crowd even chanted Lesnar. They want the Lesnar come help the, the fallen warrior. Here's my problem with this whole thing. Um, Taker's never beaten Lesnar in his whole fucking career. So this kind of makes it go, well, all right, Taker, that's how you want to end your legacy. Go go right ahead. Well, I liked, I liked the story that, it, that that was told, though. I mean, Undertaker was close to winning. I mean, he had bas- he had become the face again of this feud, and it basically what it, what the story that was told was that both of these guys are practically equal. Maybe Lesnar has a little bit more going for him, but they both had to resort to dastardly bullshit, or or you have to basically you have to dig deep and go really low to win with either one of these guys. Real dirty, dirty, yeah. dirty wins. Because yeah, uh, Undertaker was close, and then. Lesnar's like, no, fuck you. You punched me in the balls like 800 times last month. <laughs> in the balls. And then he just fucking, <laughs> he's like, no, not today, motherfucker. And he just, you know, uppercuts his, his testicles into his throat. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, can, you hear, can, you hear, can you hear the growl from Taker? <laughs> I don't think it, it was more so the shot. Because <laughs> there was a sound effect when he hit Taker in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> which makes me wonder, what did Brock hit? <laughs> and uh, the other thing was the the commentary helped sell the whole thing as a war, and there was nothing to be ashamed of. Like, well, you can't win them all, Taker, but but you were damn close, and and yeah, everybody was ovation. everybody was applauding Undertaker because he was because he was great, and so he went down on his knee and he was like doing the the whole darkness salute thing that he does for the crowd, and yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was good. I, I liked the story. It was like, it was like there was this old guy that was this fucking close to winning, and like, I th- I th- I thought the face Undertaker made when Lesnar was walking away. He looked at Lesnar, and he did. He kind of pointed as he was laying on the ground. He was like, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> he was <just laughs> like, he was like, I was this fucking close, and you got me in the balls, you mother, you cheeky little cunt. And I think. That right there is why a lot of people are upset because Taker has always been kayfabe, and the fact that now, as you just said, he's an old man, I don't think people like that because they automatically start thinking, well, Terry Funk is 95 and he always loses. Mick Foley is 102 and he always loses. 
they don't want to see Taker as the broken down, crippled old man that just keeps fucking losing. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think that that's that's going to happen. That's I mean, what they're bitching about is that this isn't Taker. This is just an old man who's lost it and just wasting our time. I mean, you even, know what? Even when you are losing a lot, that doesn't mean. I mean, you can give back. What's wrong with giving back? I mean, especially if you're still booked strong. I mean, there is a way to look good and lose. I mean, they showed it that night. I mean, like, Triple H has lost, what, the last three fucking years? He hasn't had a win in, like, three years, and he's still a threat. I the, mean, people, the people still hate him because he, he beat Booker T once. Mm. I mean, when but when it comes to Triple H and there's going to be a match with Triple H, they're like, oh, shit, Triple H is here. He's going to fuck people up. And then you're like, wait, hasn't he not won anything in, like, three years? But nobody cares. Well, he, 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 he beat Sting. Yeah, yeah he, he beat Sting. Sting. But even of Sting went on that. record and said, nah, I was totally cool with it. So people need to shut the fuck up about Triple H. But yeah. I think I think the whole point is they don't they're tired of seeing Taker as the broken down old man. It's they're it's moralizing him. He shouldn't be a guy we could relate to. And he's slowly becoming a guy we can kinda go, Oh, he's old. <laughs> oh. I think that's why they're getting upset. And then they do this whole Bray Wyatt thing, and I went so, did they just hit reset? Because he lost to Brock, and then he went after Bray. Now he lost to Brock, and now he's going to go back after Bray. Well, what did I miss? So, I don't know what they're doing at this point. I'm confused. The match itself, though, I enjoyed. Uh, you know, when the part where... can still get out there and put on an entertaining match... And still look like the Undertaker. Yeah, he's he's getting old. What I mean, he can't help that. That's just something we have to deal with. I think he looked great though. I I mean, it, for somebody that's fifty, he put on an entertaining match. He looked good out there. I I I don't see the problem. But, you know, you know, there, there, I think there was a part in the match where. Uh, but I'm not a jaded fuck. No. <laughs> Didn't take like hit Brock Lesnar with a right hand that really hit the temple on Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he got him good, and I think, I think that was yeah. a receipt because when Brock had the chair, I think mm. he hit Taker in the jaw. Yeah, he hit Taker in the jaw. You could, that was a headshot. That was a chair shot. And to they the head. kept showing that replay, and it's like, guys, stop it! It's wrestling. <laughs> the more Vince sees that, the more he's getting pissed off. Stop yeah. it! <laughs> I think that was a shit and giggles between Taker and Brock. Let's make Vince really mad now. <laughs> Hit me with the chair in the head. Ah, <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers. I'm going to find you, motherfuckers. Mm. $500,000. And, and then he got the receipt. He got a straight right hand to the jaw or the head to to Lesnar. And the part where when he split the ring, I was thinking, what the fuck is Brock doing? He's ripping the, the mat, the, the canvas. I thought it was funny uh, when he first started ripping it. Yeah. I was like, what is he doing? Is he looking for something? Because he's yeah. got his hand. I was like, did he drop his wedding ring? What the fuck? Maybe got like, a grabbing stand. at the mat. Where is like, it? Oh, up Where's the, the trigger? <laughs> where, 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 where's my chicken BT sandwich? Starts <laughs> ripping up the ring. And, and I hate to tell you this. They stole that idea from TNA. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> so all of you people that say that was an original ending, no, it wasn't. Um, no, a solid show overall. I left uh, um, Helena Cell and went, you know, that wasn't bad. 
I, I kind of enjoyed myself. Not sure what the fuck they're doing with Taker now, but, you know, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, uh, I have a feeling that the next special event or pay-per-view, uh, the 25-year-old Taker is going to be uh, good for some reason. It's going to be... You mean, uh, you mean I love the Survivor Series. I mean, the, the elimination, sh- elimination matches. So uh, I really hope they have a couple of beauties there for the next event lined up or booked. It's going to be a four-on-four. It's going to be the Wyatts versus Taker, Kane, and two other guys. But who's going to be the two other guys? Well, I heard one of them was supposed to be Sting. He kind of got injured. But he's fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, so that rules that out, and I don't know who the fourth guy would be. I, I, Randy Bryan. Randy, yeah, Randy sure, Orton? No, no. Randy Orton? No, if they want to book it right, they got to have four supernatural beings against four supernatural beings. That's Good how now. they, that's how they got it. There you go. But then what? you still need one, well, you still need Sting though. Well, he's not supernatural, he just wears face paint. <laughs> well, the demon version of him or some shit, I don't know. But I, I don't Yeah, they can, you know what they can have? They can they can have, they can have Finn Balor or something as the demon. That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, you said that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, Finn Sorry. Balor is the demon. Then you have Sting, who just stands there, and because that's all Bray does now. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I have no idea what they're because if if Kane and Taker destroy the Wyatts, can we just two get, on four? Can we just get rid of all four of them? I hate to say it, but if they beat, I you know what? I don't. I ho- ah, fuck. I don't know who I want to win. Uh, I think I'm okay with Undertaker's team losing. As long as Undertaker doesn't take the the final pinfall or whatever, or Bray, well, I guess he would have to. Bray needs Nobody to win. Have to. He needs a big win here. He really needs it back. Well, when we get into Raw, I I kind of see what they're doing, but I still scratch my head, going, "Couldn't they have done this like last year? You know, without all this." Let's go to Raw. Uh, yeah. Horseshit. Oh, the, the whole, yeah, horseshit. So it opens up with Roman Reigns coming down. No, the authority coming down to the ring. And um, they're all, Seth Rollins beat Kane. And he's no longer the COO. And in about an hour and a half, he won't even be in this fucking company because Bray's going to fuck him. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Seth Rollins. Just give it up. Seth Rollins, it's, he's fucking amazing. He's, he's fucking great. He's, he brings a tear to my eye that he reminds me of me. Except I actually won matches. Uh, so, Seth Rollins, everyone. Yeah, I'm Seth Rollins. I'm the fucking champion. I beat everyone. Y'all can go in and get in line and suck. I'm the man. I'm the man, motherfucker. I'm the man that beats the man that is the man who is the man. I'm the man, motherfucker. Down comes Roman, <laughs> Re- down comes Roman Reigns. Man, you ain't shit. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck you up. I punch cancer in the face. Swear to God, I Superman punch cancer right in the motherfucking face. You're a cancer at the end of my toe, and I'm about to amputate your ass. <laughs> Probably a better Roman Reigns promo, you know, when I did it. So all of a sudden, Stephanie's it, like, it nah, was a short promo. It, pretty, it, was, a short it promo. was a really short promo. So Stephanie's all, now nah, hold on, motherfucker. Hold on. You ain't punching shit. Here's what's going on here. Seth Rollins is going to have like four weeks off because he's beating everyone. He's beat, he beat six people. He's beating everybody. Yeah, he's beating everybody. So here's what's going to happen. All the winners, minus Brock Lesnar, are going to fight here tonight yeah. on Monday Night Raw. Minus Brock Lesnar. And the winners are going to go to a fatal four-way and the winner of that match is going to fight Seth Rollins at Survivor Series. So long as it's not Brock Lesnar, because he did fucking win, but we're going to completely ignore that. So, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Roman, your match is next. Okay. Well, Kevin Steen won a match, and and um, Cesaro won a match, and, you know, this uh, Alberto Rio won a match, so who the fuck? It's Kofi fucking Kingston. <laughs> it's a new day, yeah. Well, Kofi tried... You know, it wasn't a bad match. It was it was pretty goddamn good. That was pretty good, but Roman beat his ass, so it's a new day to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kofi, you get nothing. Uh, second match on the card was Kevin Owens versus Cesaro. Yes, it's a good match. They, they, these guys can't tear it up. Goddamn it! Goddamn it! Definitely, good. definitely tore it up. Uh, Almost the match of the night. We'll get to that in a little bit. Kevin Owens defeats Cesaro. Holy shit. Alright, well, Kevin Owens is in it. He's not going to win, but Kevin Owens is in it. So, okay, cool. I'll, uh, I'll take it. Because, because why they not? Got, they got, they got talking in his team. Yeah, they in the belt, so. Yeah. Uh, team Bella goes up against Team PCD, and prior to the match, Paige is all, look... You know, I won't be friends again, so why don't we... I don't know why I'm getting her a southern accent. Uh, <laughs> fuck, guys. We gotta beat Team Bella. We just have to fucking do it. You know, PCB strong and Stridex and shit. We can have a three-way afterwards. Yeah, have a three-way. Well, no. Uh, Becky Lynch got hurt. Not hurt, but hurt in the match. And one, two, three. Team Bella win. Paige did little to fucking nothing to break up the count, so it's on her own goddamn fault. And she's all, well, we tried. Fuck you, motherfucker. And starts beating up Charlotte and Becky, and the fans are like, yay! Yeah, what's the... <laughs> I don't the get it! With Paige, she's clearly the heel, but she acts like a face whenever she beats somebody up. She's like, yeah, me! And she, like, interacts with the crowd, and the crowd's like, yeah, don't be a heel! <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be a heel! <laughs> So we then have the next match, which is U.S. Champion Alberto Del Rio versus Neville. Another good match. Poor Neville, because uh, he died. Del Rio beat Neville, and now he's advanced. We find out that this whole thing is for Mex America, and they actually have an American-Mexican flag. And, and Del Rio and Coulter are the first and only members of this new nation. I, w- I was thinking of, when they said Mex America, I was thinking of Mexicools. <laughs> oh God! I hope they don't do that. So, so you remember, talk- the, you remember those guys? Yeah, there's a reason why I try to forget them. Yeah, uh, Rusev, Sheamus, Goldfinger, Ryback, and the Belly Boys. You know all the guys that lost. Well, guess what? Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett get the fucking win. So yeah. not only do the Dudley Boys lose twice in a row, but so does fucking Ryback. <sighs> and I noticed something here. 
Bubba was in the ring, and he's all, Ryback, Devon, get the tables, uh-huh. and roll up one, two, three. <laughs> maybe if you stop fucking pandering, and maybe you got back to business, you'd win a fucking match. So, I don't know if that's a rib on the Dudley Boys, but yeah, that's been their whole career. You know, you know, before when they're getting they... the tables, why not just attack them? You know, before they, when they returned to W, before when they did that, Devon, they they usually did the not pandering to the crowd. Now doing like a, a skit or something oh, that yeah, everyone it's... is invited to do the one, two, three, get the tables. Yeah, it takes like a half an hour. So yeah, like come on. Uh, Ray White comes down of the ring and explains that this whole fucking plan is a revival. He said the Undertaker is a beaten down, broken up man who doesn't have the fucking talent anymore. He's fat, he's old, he's ugly. I'm going to eat his soul, I'm going to shit out his dick, and I'm going to be revived as Lucifer Wyatt. Or some shit like that, I don't know. Husky Harris. Husky Harris, yeah, sure. (laughs) Out comes Kane, who's like, fuck this shit. Uh, Not so much. They beat up Kane. And they whistle. He's got a whole world in her hands, and take Kane away. That was creepy. That was fucking creepy. A little was, bit. He's, he's got the whole world in his hands, and now you can see all the fucking smoke overproduced and <laughs> shit. Hey, I'll take it. You know, if this is supposed to be the revival of Isaac, the turning point. Vince, you know, this is it. We've we've been Bray Wyatt three. You know, meager years. He lost to Cena. He lost. He beat Ambrose, but he lost to. He beat Daniel Bryan. He beat Daniel Bryan, and you know, strange. <laughs> he's had wins. He's had losses. He hasn't really gone anywhere. If this is to propel Bray to the next level, I am all for it. If it's just another way to fucking lose, I don't care any fucking more. I'm seriously at that point. But, and I but love, it's not Bray's fault. I you fucking, know that's no, not... it's not Bray's fault. It's not the Wyatt family's fault. It's just the fact that I'm tired of villains that don't fucking win. I can't boo them if they don't fucking win. You know what I mean? I, I can't. Yeah. But I mean, the, strange thing, the strange thing is that the people, the audience in WWE likes the Wyatt family. It's not going to last much longer if he keeps fucking losing. I, I agree. I mean, I'll like Wyatt for probably forever, but I foresee the crowd getting tired of him if he never wins. Yeah, but that's not on Wyatt. That's on the WWE. No, it's it's not. It's just that's how it's going to be, though. I mean, whether we I mean, like what, it or not. What, what have Bray done to deserve this? I mean, It's what? just the way they book. <laughs> it's just the I mean, way they're booking. and, and he, you know, needs, he needs to win. They don't like heels. That's what it is. They don't like their fucking heels. Oh. Edge was the last great heel, and when he left, yeah. it was like, well, that's it. All they have now is Seth Rollins, and they're not really doing a great job with that. Uh, final match, Dolph Ziggler versus Big E. Kind of figured, well, Ziggler has to win. Ziggler does win in a decent match. And I went, well, that's bullshit. Dolph Ziggler got fucked in this whole thing. He's only going to rest for like four minutes and has to wrestle another fucking match. That's how, fucking how do you, bullshit. How do, you, how do you like the Tyler Breeze VIP thing? Yeah. <laughs> I hate... Sipping Sip, some margarita or what the fuck it is and eating grapes. <laughs> he went out to take a sip out of the drink and went back. 
and breathes his reactor like, what the fuck are you doing, man? That that bodyguard or what the fuck? He didn't do shit when Biggie came there. Well, well, no. So uh, Tyler Breeze and Ziggler's a thing. I know mm. someone listening is smiling from ear to ear. Fuck you. That um, would be a great tag ah! team. <laughs> it, no. No, I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Uh, we then have the breast cancer, the ending of the breast cancer awareness month. Uh, you know, buy the gear, fight the fear, or whatever the fuck it's called. Buy the gear. <laughs> um, I don't think that's how it goes, but that, that's that's good. You have all the wrestlers minus Cena in there because I guess Cena doesn't care about tits. Uh, figures, you know, figures. <laughs> and Titus O'Neil is the representative of all the fucking wrestlers they could have used. They gave it to Titus O'Neil. Well, that was nice of them at least. And, um, you know, they're all like, y'all fought and bought the gear to fight cancer, and that's the secret. If we buy t-shirts, cancer will go away, because that's how this fucking shit works. All proceeds go to Susan G. Komen, and even though the scene... directly to our wallet. And, and pretty much yeah. that's kind of where, what, what it is, yeah. Even though the CEO makes $650,000 on this shit and breast cancer only gets about 10%, doesn't matter. These women here are fucking cancer survivors. We saved their tits and everything is great. Holla, holla, holla. Holla if you hear me. A touching moment because uh, breast cancer sucks and I'm dead serious if you know And they do the dance at the Then end. they do the dance, but I'm, I'm actually being serious. Breast cancer sucks. Uh, yeah. Those of you that know someone or whatever, support it. No, no wait, don't support breast cancer. Support the fight for breast cancer because um, it fight against yes against yeah because that that a T-shirt that get heat if you end up having it. I support breast cancer. Shit, it's like uh, you mean the fight against breast? Yeah, the, the yeah, fight. But no, yeah. I support. <laughs> So it's weird seeing heels in there, though. It really yeah. is, you know. And I was waiting, honest to God, waiting for Seth Rollins to go, all right, get them tits out of the ring. It's time for the main event. I'm the fucking show here. I'm the world champion. That's how you make a fucking heel. You tell that the breast cancer heat. survivors, get the fuck out of my ring. That would get heat. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm not got that thing. But it's not, you know. I'm fucking fucking Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get it with Strong there. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, and Alberto Del Rio. Fucking good match. This was an awesome fucking match. This could have ended like 17 times. And I was in a position where I went, you know what? I don't care who wins. Whoever wins this match is going to be fucking awesome. It was fucking obvious that Roman Reigns was going to win. Could you, could you hear the crowd? Shit. Could you hear the crowd rumblings when Kevin Steen and Roman Reigns was Reigns was facing off? Yeah, it was. They, they like they were holy shit. Steen is gonna beat Reigns. <laughs> no, no, he's not. No, no, no. But they had like uh, the match was fucking awesome all over the place when he did the cannonball thing. You know, uh, uh, the cannonballs in the corner. I mean, and uh, then I think Reigns hit the, his uh, drive-by drop kick. Uh, on Del in Rio. The yeah. There were a lot of spots. There were a lot of cool spots in the match. Uh, 
And there were not spots for spots per se, but it's, there were also a hint of psychology also. So it was it's a great, like it was a a great match. It really yeah. was a great match. And poor Ziggler got fucked in this one because he only had <laughs> well, about not. five minutes to, to, to fucking heal, and Roman had like two fucking hours. So it's a little obvious, but Roman Reigns gets the win with a spear, one, two, three. He beats the Intercontinental Champion, so ooh, uh, more on that on SmackDown. And uh, so your next match is going to be Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, and that's where Sheamus is going to cash in and fuck Roman out of the match. So, yay, we're finally getting the match that we wanted to see a year ago. I got to I gotta ask you both to a question. Did you notice that uh, Steen is getting more over by the crowd now? He's been getting over it. It's not, yeah, but a, not really an illusion. No, 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 but it's, 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 it's getting higher and higher. It's getting more and more. You understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, he ain't gonna be world champion. No, 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 no. Maybe someday, but he he's getting like more and more popular. You know, he's still the heel, but the crowd still loves him for some reason. They can't boost. Why is he a heel? Jesus. What? I said, and damn, is he a heel? He's yeah. like, I mean, he is the biggest asshole. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's an asshole he's a great in the ring. Heel. <laughs> But I think he works as... It seems like the more he gets shared, he seems like tend to be a tweener. Well, you know, I, the art of being a heel is kind of lost on wrestling fans now exactly. because they boo, they cheer the heels. So booty, the, the booty next face. heel... What, what Kevin Owens has to do is they have to get a gold grandma on oxygen and sit her in the front. And Kevin mm-hmm. Owens just has to take the oxygen tank and go, no, this is mine, and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know. I'm what dead fucking serious. Just do that, and then people will go, "Dude, Owens, what the fuck?" And then people will start to boo him. You know what he did before in in, in PWG when they had like a uh, Christmas edition. He got the mic and he's doing the powerbomb to the apron, and he said, "I hate fucking Christmas." <laughs> he got booed all over the building. <laughs> he's that good. You know, he's good with the mic. So oh, he's all right on the stick. Yeah, but the the, fun, the funny thing is that. They have, for some reason, he hasn't talked a lot on the mic recently. But, uh, and that's bad. I th- well, I think it's because when he had the exchange with Cesaro, <laughs> it was like, oh, Kevin, <laughs> you're, you're stumbling and fumbling when Cesaro has the better promo. That's wrong. And it's, neither one of them can really speak good English, so... Yeah, that, that usually, Kevin Steen is good on the mic when he talks. Well, when he's not saying, you know, suck our dicks. Um, but that's it for Monday Night Raw. Uh, I want to point one thing out. There was no Cena and no Orton. Yeah. And it was uh, still a good show. This means... Maybe it's time they go, you know what? <laughs> we don't need them anymore. You know what I mean? They don't need to be U.S. champion and intercontinental champion and, and 15, 20-time champion. You know what? Let's give it to the new guys now. I think it's fucking time. They could handle it. They could carry the ball. Apparently they did. Yes. I thought they did a great job. Uh, you know, with none of the veterans, I guess you could say there. Mm. I mean, none of the big-time veterans. I mean, Kane was there, but he was just there for an appearance versus an actual match. A cup of coffee. Yeah, but Raw was good. So-
for last week. Yeah, uh, I can tell you this much that Asuka beat another Australian girl. She fucked her up like in two minutes. Uh, then um, they were they, they starting a feud with Big Cass and Enzo versus uh, Dawkins and uh, Wilder. The Dawkins and Wilder, they are the team that I love watching. The Brainbusters. They are exactly like the Brainbusters. They're, they're doing the, the, the Anderson style. You know, work the body part, doing the, the, sh- the shitty heel stuff, you know, behind the ref's back. But they are really good workers. I'm more into the Dawkins and Wilder. I, I'm really happy for them that they are getting over as heels. So they are they have a legit heel team down there that getting heel heat. The crowd hates them. So uh, watch and learn creative on the roster. How you? <clears throat> I mean, uh, and like they have the debut of James Storm and he's the TNA guy coming in. How guess nuts. Shit's Oreos, I don't know, they're... Oh, holy shit, second coming of Jesus. Holy shit, the crowd gets wild, gets the win, grabs the mic, and he says, Sorry about your damn luck. You know that he usually says oh, that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that was... Uh, no? Yeah, and... Uh, the Tennessee Cowboy. Uh, so, I'll get into this week's Tennessee. So, now we can do it without doing the resume. The show starts up with Emma and with Dana Brooke, which is a girl named Shaza. She's from Melbourne, Australia, the same, same city that Emma's from. And at some point in the match, Dana yells something from outside the ring. Rape her! What? It sounded like she said, rape her. And I was, con- I was confused. Uh, that, that's in, that, that doesn't sit well. <laughs> rape her! <laughs> wow! It sounded like raper uh, because I didn't hear very well there. I said it sounded like they said raper or striker or something like that. So I take a notice of that. Anyhow, um, she did the Emma sandwich, yada yada, some kicks and punches, and she did the thing that makes the DM, DM uh, She did the Muda lock. Emma, and uh, <laughs> and she doesn't do the Muda lock Emma. very well. She did the Emma. Yeah, yeah they have given the Moodle lock to her. Hello? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he killed himself. Okay. okay. Fucking Moodle lock. Suck my dick. Fucking Moodle lock. Kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> 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 fucking die. Oh shit, he's going on a rant. <laughs> <sighs> Should we wait for the end to come back? Do you do you know some elevator music? <laughs> Is he back? No, he's not back. God damn it! <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna continue. Then we had. Jason Jordan and Chad Gable versus Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. It was a pure exhibition match. Uh, match of the night, really. Uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable are really fucking over the crowd. Same as Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Uh, 
Jason Jordan and Chad Gable won at the in the end. They won with the dumb uh, flapjack into a German suplex. That that that's a movie you have to see. Uh, what is going on? <laughs> I think he's punching a hole through the wall or something. Um, Are we still talking about Emma? I had to leave the room. No, 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 no. We're past Emma. Christ. I heard that. You got, you got mad there. Yes, I had to <laughs> fucking leave. I'm sorry, dude. They gave her that lock. And she, and she, and she destroyed it. She fucked. I don't want. I don't. I don't care. I, I don't want. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I told you just about the, they had like a tag match after with Jason Jordan and Chad Gable versus Kiampa and Gargano. Fucking match of the night. Um, Chad, um, Chad and Jason won in the end. They did um, hoist up into a flapjack into Gable's German suplex. In the, it's it's like the. If Guile, you know, in Street Fighter, when he does the German suplex from the air. Well, yeah. When you could do. Yeah, it's like that patent move. Really awesome. It's a beaut. It's a beaut to watch. Uh, then we have a women's match. It was Kaylee Ray um, from New Zealand versus Nia Jax. And finally, they have given Nia Jax a proper attire. They gave her something that Awesome Kong weared in WWE when she was yeah, there. Yeah, the, I saw her <clears throat> her match yeah. last week. I didn't like her attire. No, they changed it to like, yeah, they changed it to one that Awesome Kong used to. I think they gave that that to her. <laughs> so you know that she looked like she had like a battle armor or something. Well, I understand she's a big girl. Of, of, of yeah, she's big a big girl. girl. When she's got a big ass. But I don't Ooh, think that her attire last week. Or when she debuted, fit her. I go, no. she, I go, she, she looks, looks kind like... of... Yeah. <laughs> We're wait. A little bit. I got no problem with bigger girls, I really don't. No, 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 they don't are lovely. I mean, flashy. She... You know? <laughs> no. She, she got that awesome Kong battle attire. And big girls are really nice girls. <clears throat> she, got, she got a lot of ass, that woman. I can tell you that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, she won. She she changed up her finisher from last week also. Before, you know that she, she did, did the, the bear hug. But before the setup moved, the, yeah. the bear hug. Now she did a KM backbreaker into a fine And I think she could do more, but we haven't shown everything yet. But that's good. You're not, you're not shown everything yet. Fix the break. Uh, she won the match. Uh, they got in some punches. Kick fight didn't really connect. Uh, I think she's going to be a monster heel. I mean, she's really that woman that they had in Austin really? Kong. Really? Nia Jax yeah. as a heel? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think... But we really don't know him. But I think her tendencies lean to being the heel. I don't think that the crowd will be upset about it. But you could have her like the master champion if she beats Bailey. You know, they're... Little John Snipe, John Cena, female type, and have them, or the Asuka Facer, have Gail Kim, or Kong, rivalry, uh, I'm not almost. sure they can they have a match, match that, but... 
no, 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 no. But I think that Asuka is one of those women they have high stock in, in NXT and, and that she is not the woman that's going to be down in NXT for very long. So that's what I heard. A little bird in my ear. But uh, Nia Jax looks good. She could move for a big woman. And that was a trade for um, what Austin Kong used to do. She was a bo- big woman that could move in the ring. And didn't get blown up as The Rock did. <laughs> Fuck The Rock. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we, had an, we had a tag match. Uh, another tag match. We had Dash Wire and Scott Dawson. Uh... They came out last. Before them come Ensa Moore in Big Cast. And there was a number one contenders match for the title, for the tag match. And Wilder and Dawson attacked them from behind. They knocked out the little scrunt Enzo. They took out Big Cast. They, they ran in the, in the ring apron. You know, that, that they have that LED sign or what they have, like, you know, nowadays. You know, that, what's it, a screen? Is it a screen or something? Yeah, there's LED. They rammed his right knee in the... They broke the screen? Yeah, they oh, broke the fucking shit. screen. And they, they tossed him in the ring. Uh, Dawson hooked him in a figure four when Wilder jumped up for the top rope with a, with a stomp on the knee. They broke his knee, or leg. As uh, kayfabe. <laughs> I mean, he sold it like they, bro- they, break his, they broke his leg. They had doctors coming up. There were X symbols. People throwing up the X. Everybody's throwing an X. He was like <laughs> in. <laughs> Everybody was doing it. Uh, but the LB cast was in pain. Uh, so the car was booing the shit out of Dash Wilder and Dawson because you know they love Enzo and Big Cass. So finally, we have a team that's are the heels. That the people hate. And uh, I'm loving it. 16, by the way. Enzo and Cass. Are they are there? Yeah, they're in it. Wow. Or are they doing the shit with the talking on the mic? And yeah, blah, blah, blah. They, they enter and talk and everything. Okay. Oh, awesome. Anyhow. The main is going to be in the main now. And... Uh, uh, in the ma- in the beginning of the match, Breeze was doing the shit, you know, as a heel. He was when going to do the hookup. Uh, he was rolling out a ring, and you can see Joe is getting frustrated and, and, and pissed off. So he said, "Get in the ring, you shaking shit." <laughs> he said that. Get in the ring, you shaking shit. Breeze, but oh hell no. <laughs> and. Uh, the, the ending of the match was he was doing the, the O'Connor roll, if you know yeah. what I mean, DM. Yeah. And he hooked him into the bit from there. When he's doing the arch back, he was doing the rock. And he said, he yelled at him, Tap out, you son of a bitch, beast, or I'll kill your ass! And he like, he tapped out. <laughs> I'm gonna kill your ass! He looked pissed, yo. Even after the match, he got his hands raised. Oh my god, he, Joe is the killer. But in turn, we got Breeze now on the main roster, and you can. Mm. So that was um, 
<clears throat> yeah, and we had like a segment with James Storm that said the people that you deserve to be here, and he said, I'm a... I'm the bear swinging, whiskey drinking, yada yada, son of a bitch. Basically, said his theme song is what he did. Exactly. Uh, and the funny thing is that they have changed, you know, in TNA, his uh, finisher was the Eye of the Storm. Here they call, here they call it the eight mile, 8 Mile Rye, and Rye is something you have in whiskey. So, I, I was wondering... Call. Yeah, the last call, yeah, call Superkick. But you know everybody yeah, feels the so super kick it's like now. Super kick, super kick, super kick. Uh, all right. You know, you know what Rye yeah, is. It's, it's, so I don't. Have to, yeah. So uh, didn't read like whiskey. So did, no. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, James Storm is a uh, one match. He's over like a motherfucker. But it wasn't there. So instead, they had a thing with uh, Finn Balor talking about his match, upcoming match. Um, with Apollo Crews next week, they're gonna have the NXT title match because Apollo won the the Royal Mini Royal Rumble. Two weeks, I think it was last week or the last week after that. I don't remember. But what do you think about that? Yeah, do you think Crews is gonna win that? No, so it's not gonna happen. You know, we haven't, we haven't really seen anything because Kenta hasn't come back yet, and we haven't know we we still don't know who attacked him, and people are starting hinting, you know, that Balor is going with, you know, with the jack that he had like in New Japan with Balor Club, Rock and Roll. Uh, people are wondering if if there's if he if he's gonna turn him heel uh, at some point. I don't think it's the right thing to do. He can, but I think it's he's way too over right now. It's. Do you think Kenta is coming to be like a heel when probably. he comes back? Or? I think we'll know more about Balor than they do Kenta, but I, I'm, I'm not sure. How how long do you think that Kenta Hideo Itami is going to be now in the gets pushed up? Another year. You know, we're talking about promos, learning English, yeah. more. Mm. The same with Asuka, because she she has that language barrier. You know, uh, she can say a few phrases in English. But uh, I think if she studies hard, uh, I think she's going to go, be good at that. Because in WWE, you know that you have to talk to to get noticed and to get main event or be upper mid card. So I really hope that they do good. I really love Asuka. Really I mean... She's an ass kicker, and I can't wait to see uh, Kenta to come back. And also, there's a um, slight chance that we will see El Generico back sooner than later, because he was he has been working in the Indies with Evolve, if you know what Evolve yeah. is. Yeah, I have a partnership with yeah. Evolve, you know, so it's, yeah. So they have like Evolve for five and forty-four or forty-five doing some mic work, so probably he will be back soon, and that's good. That's another guy that should be promoted up to the main roster. Sane. Generico. Remember the matches he had with Dean. I mean, their history. I mean, you have plenty. They were talking about even Dean Ambrose and Kevin Steen at some point. Would you like to see that matchup? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think once they figure out if they're going to turn Dean heel or not, because that's the... Yeah, they're hinting him being well, costing him we the get match. Well, when to SmackDown in a second here, there mm. is... If he does turn heel, I fucking get it. 
Yeah, but that was NXT for this week. Ah, so why don't we get into the Halloween edition? Smackdown. Smackdown. Uh, so it starts out. We go to the closing moments of Hell in a Cell from the sun from this Sunday, and we have a recap from somebody. I don't remember which one of the commentators, and he's all like, he's all like, Undertaker was in a bloody battle with Brock Lesnar, and and he was defeated, and the Great Warrior laid there, and then. The vultures appeared and picked on the bones and abducted the great undertaker off to some place in the woods. I don't fucking know. Uh, then they show the shit from the night after with Bray taking Kane. And then we cut to Bray Wyatt on the Titantron. He's all alone. He's uh, sitting in a new rocking chair. Because, you know, the one that Sister Abigail gave him got, uh... Burned up. Just, well, it, no, it got brought back to life by Undertaker and then destroyed again. Uh, Dean destroyed, I think, was the destroyed the original one in one of their many hardcore matches that they had last year. Uh, Goddamn, they should have that rocking chair on sale on WWE store. Buy a great chair. I have a blanket... That it says the Wyatt family on it. Do you? Yeah. Fucking awesome. Um, anyway, Bray's sitting in this rocking chair on the Titan Tron. And, uh, hey, hey, and he's like, uh, if you look, you'll notice he has Undertaker's hat in his hand. Oh, yeah. Huh. And, um, and, uh, he's like, I own all their souls, man. You see, that that man, that old broken man, Cain. See, I, we have his soul now. We have it, and we're not giving it back. And the Undertaker, I have his soul too, man. I've got his soul, and he is nothing but a man. <coughs> Holy fuck, my throat. Um... That's not part of the show. No. <laughs> that was me. Um, it's like, uh, yeah, Undertaker walked in and shoved a gun in his mouth. Uh, um, but anyway, if, since it's Halloween, Bray's all like, well, uh, we're going to have ourselves a, a trick-or-treat motherfucker kick your ass match tonight and uh man I sure feel sorry for whoever steps up to this challenge you see Eric Rowan he's like 
He's like, I was never allowed to go trick-or-treating because it was always said to be so sinful. I wasn't allowed to dress up. It was a sin. And then uh, Harper's like, we're not like the monsters out there. No, we're real monsters. You should be afraid of us. And then Bronn's like, what did Bronn say? He said something. Oh, yeah, he was holding Kane's mask and wig. And, uh, and, uh, he takes his, um, sheet mask off and he's like, he's like, uh, Halloween, motherfucker. Your annihilation awaits! Run! And, uh, they then go to the SmackDown intro and blah, blah, blah. It's a very special Halloween edition of Thursday Night SmackDown, blah, 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 and Phoenix. Then Roman Reigns comes down to, to the crowd commentary's all like, man, it's been an impressive week for Roman, fuck yeah, things are going great for Roman, blah, 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 um, Hell in a Cell beat Bray Wyatt, but, you know, Bray Wyatt, no soul, who who gives a damn, um, let's see, and then he beat Alberto Del Rio, Dolph, and Kevin Owens, in the number one contender match, blah, 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 okay, yeah, they just blowing smoke up his ass, um, Roman's in the ring, he's got a microphone, and uh, he's like, all right, since day one, I've had a goal, one dream, and that's to win the WWE Championship. I've had a lot of people trying to stop me, and Seth Rollins is the number one guy trying to do it. He'd, uh, or he'd love nothing better than to see me fail, because he's a scrawny-ass little bitch. And um, uh, Kevin Owens comes out. Right as he says, he's the only one that wants to see me fail or whatever. And then it's like, um, well, you see, uh, Roman, um, I'd like to see you fail too. Because, see, what you did on Monday, you beat me. But it was only a fluke, man. Uh, we all know I could beat you at any point. And uh, so I think you owe me a, a, a spot. And... Um, Roman Reigns says, uh, man, that wasn't no fluke. What I did was so fucking pretty. Damn, you don't even know shit, son. What just happened? What just happened? Even I'd fuck it. (laughs) What? The way I beat you was so fucking pretty. There's no way it could have been just a hoax, just a jix, just a motherfucker. Look, I'm going to whoop your ass because. You're either going to be talk Owens talk or get in the fucking ring and fight me Owens fight, motherfucker. And, uh, oh yeah, (laughs) Owens was like, you know what I really hate, Roman, is how you keep talking about this like it's uh, just another story in the, or just another chapter in the great story of Roman motherfucking reigns. And, and you know what? That's bullshit. Because... Oh, yeah, you won. Woo! Who gives a shit? Fuck you, Roman. <laughs> Good on you, Cam. Oh, God, you won You won Hell in a Cell. You're, you're the number one contender. Yay! Fuck you. And, uh, so they're going to have a match, and they have a match, and they get in the... Uh, and, you know, he's like, I just had to hit a pop-up powerbomb, and you'd be fucking dead. You'd be in the ring, down below the ring in hell. Whatever. Um... And then uh, Roman just kisses up to the crowd. Where, where did I say they were? I said they were in Phoenix. Yep. 
They were definitely. Oh, that's right. You were there. Uh, and he was all like, uh, "Man, that's just a bunch of bullshit excuses, Phoenix. Man, you know that's bullshit. Man, I'm gonna whoop your ass." And uh, so they have a match. Um, it was it was kind of cool because Roman would run into. He would do his his shoulder blocks, and Kevin Owens would just stand there like, "Bitch, your powers cannot harm me." Samoan power it ain't working. No, it's I'm, not. Not tonight. And uh, you were you were there at the end. Well, I was there. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, um, as Kevin Owens tends to do in his matches lately, he's like, "Nope." I'm done. Enough with this shit. <laughs> he just walks out, grabs a title, jumps the barricade, and walks off. And Roman Reigns is like, okay, I'll take that. I'm the winner! <laughs> yeah! And, um... Uh, there was a... Let me see what happened. Uh, we got well, Was the match any good? It started out Fire. good, but it kind of just ended with, with mm. him leaving. Hey, don't beat the IC champion twice. <clears throat> anyway, um, Roman's celebrating the ring, and uh, we go to Renee Young and Dean Ambrose in the back. Um, and Dean's like, yeah, yeah, well, I've got the answer. I've got the answer, Renee. I've got it. So what's the question? And uh, Renee's all like... Um, uh, are you going to accept Bray Wyatt's challenge tonight? He's like, hell yeah! He's a man without fear! He's ready to step up! Man, I'm going to whoop his ass! Man, motherfucker, piece of fucking hairy ass, mother goddamn fedora wearing bitch, stupid ass rocking chair, I'm going to shove it up his ass. And, uh... Ooh. And, uh, they're like, well, what are you going to do? You, you can't, I mean... You're just one guy. And, you know, that hasn't always worked out for you. It's like, well, I'm going to, you know, try to get a couple of partners. But even if I can't, you know, I'm going to go down fighting. I'm going to I'm gonna see how many of them Wyatt boys I can take down with me. So uh, he walks off. And, oh, yeah. And <laughs> fucking ghost cost. I completely forgot about this. This is like Boo the best part. Dallas. Boo Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boo Dallas shows up. He's in, he's in a classic Charlie Brown ghost outfit type thing, you know. And uh, it's just a sheet with holes in the eye for eyes. And uh, um, he walks up to Renee, and uh, and he goes, "Boo!" And and Renee's like, uh, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm Boo Dallas. See, I love Halloween and." And the spirit of Halloween is making people jump. I I love scaring people, and and uh, and see you you're not enjoying Halloween until you're scared. So I'm gonna go around all night and scare people until someone is finally jumping and scared. And and it's gonna be Mark Henry. Um. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, he says. If you like Halloween and you want to see this happen, all you have to do is believe. And uh, they have the Dudley Boys coming out to the ring. 
Um, there's a commercial, come back, blah, blah, blah. King Barrett and Sheamus come to the ring with Lucha Dragons and the Ascension already in the ring. And, uh, and then Big E does possibly the best version of his Don't Be Sour uh, line. Because it's like, he does this weird, like, shrill scream. He's like, Phoenix, Arizona! Don't you dare be sour! Plan for your world-famous two-time tag champs and feel the power! Oh, That's my ears. That's exactly what he sounded like. <laughs> he did this weird... This, uh, <laughs> put that on the end of the screen. It was great. And, um... Biggie and Kofi come down wearing unicorn horns on their head. And uh Kofi's like, uh everybody everybody calm down. Look, this is serious. This is serious. Uh We were discussing about going to commentary and being on commentary because we're the best at it. But but you guys are commentary. You don't have no costumes, no horns, no candy, shit. You guys are fucking gay! And then, um... These guys don't believe in Halloween. That's fucking stupid. Who doesn't believe in Halloween? What are you? Some kind of fucking... I don't know. Muslim? I don't know. <laughs> Who doesn't <laughs> believe in Halloween? <laughs> I'm getting bombed tomorrow. Yeah, you're high. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm sorry, house. ISIS. I didn't mean it. Ah, oh, fuck ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> now that we're being uh, racially and and um, and religiously uh, offensive, Ladies and gentlemen, we 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 don't we don't we don't say racial slurs on this show. Never. No, so. fuck racist. No. I have never said anything wrong in my life. I am a perfect person. Absolutely. <laughs> I have never Amen to that, brother. Uh, anyway. Uh, they're going to be doing commentary, and that was probably the best part of the match. Um, I, I actually think that was the best part of the match because I couldn't pay attention just because their, their voices they were doing was just hilarious. And... Uh, it was it was called tag team terror four corners match, so it was just four tag teams against each other, and um, and Biggie and and Kofi are like, oh look at them go! All right, we did a suplex here, and oh my god, and, oh the bad guys are winning! Oh now the good guys are winning, and oh we're breaking kayfabe! Who gives a shit? Hey, oh, oh, that was, uh, oh, that was a nice plancha. Oh, did you see that? Oh, wow, we're better than Michael Cole. What a stupid loser, son of a bitch. Oh, here we go. Oh, the unicorns are, and, uh, blah, blah, blah. and um, that was the best part of the match. Um, the Lucha Dragons won, and uh, they're like, oh, you see that? See, the good guys won. And see, look. Look, we can be happy. This is exciting. Look at the Lucha Dragons. They're having a good time. We're having a good time. Everybody's having a good time. And um, and then they're going to have a trick-or-treat street fight with Dolph Ziggler and The Miz because they haven't had a million matches together now. Not as many as Kofi and Dolph, anyway. Uh, 
go to commercial, come back, blah, blah, blah. Commentary is all like, um, doing Halloween shit. <sighs> Jerry has a lame joke. He says he's going to dress up as life and hand out lemons. Because, you know, <laughs> gives you lemons and all that shit. And the middle wow. guy, his name was oh. like, is like, what? And he's like, you know, when life gives you lemons. He's like, oh. Damn, Jerry, you suck. Um, uh, yeah, Bray, and then they start talking about Bray's Face the Fear Challenge, which is interesting. Bray would issue a challenge on Halloween. Uh, oh yeah, they show Dean in the back and he's like, uh, let me guess. Are you, uh, Lex Luthor? Uh, the Transporter? Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, <laughs> it's actually Cesaro, and Cesaro's like, uh, believe it or not, this is actually how I dress. And for some reason, I'm Jewish now. <laughs> That's the voice that came out. Hey! And, uh, or Italian. Yeah, I'm Italian. I'm Italian Jewish. Whatever. Jutalian. Jutalian. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, anyway, you look, you look good, uh, they're Mad Max, and he's like, this is a nice jacket, you shut up! And, uh, anyway, I want to help you, Dean, I want to help you. We're, let's go out there and beat up the Whites. And Dean's like, alright, let's do this, let's fucking work. So Dean's on his way to find the third man. And, um, <clears throat> uh, Cesaro hyped it up, he's like, I'm the scariest guy out there, man, I'm going to whoop their beards and rape them and shit. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh Boo Dallas shows up again and tries to scare Cesaro and uh Cesaro just looks at him like uh, loser pretty much <laughs> he just kind of slinks away and uh and uh they talk about what happened last week on SmackDown with Dolph and Summer Rae and blah, blah, blah. And um, Tyler Breeze, the Sultan of Selfies, etc. Uh, we cut back to the ring. There's pumpkins everywhere, all over the fucking ring, around the ring, on the ring. Uh, there's candy corn, um, various Halloween accessories, spiders, skulls. Flames, I don't know, whatever. Uh, it's going to be the trick-or-treat street fight. So this is exactly what you expect on a holiday, uh, a, a holiday episode, if, if you can call it that. Uh, they, have a, uh, they have a batch, and Dolph, like, just beats Miz's ass. Yeah, he pretty much does. He, he grabs the candy corn kendo stick and beats the shit out of him. He throws his head into a uh, bobbing apple bucket thing and tries to drown him. And uh, I'm sure he wasn't actually trying to drown him, but I like to believe that Miz is drowning. A little dark, though, if you think about it. I mean, this is PG. Yeah. Some kid's going to watch that and go, hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> Let's go bobbing for apples, Mommy! Uh, anyway, uh... Before Ziggler wins, uh, Miz finally gets in some offense and beats the shit out of Ziggler's knee. 
and um, and his leg and just beats the shit out of him, beats the shit out of him. Eventually, uh, Ziggler rolls him up and wins. But now that he's all beat up and he can barely walk, Tyler Breeze comes out. And, uh... Fuck him. <laughs> he comes out, and he beats the living shit out of Ziggler. And Ziggler tries to get some offense in, but... But, uh, and then the refs come in, and they're like, hey, hey, break it the fuck up. And Summer is like, oh, man, I want to fuck you, Tyler. And, uh, Tyler's like, oh, I know, baby. <laughs> look at this, uh, smirk on my face. Don't I look like the biggest asshole on the planet? Uh. <laughs> you know, you know that, you know that, Alex, he's gonna be the, the million dollar man from the past when he has seasonal residence all over the world. So, next week or whenever he's gonna be on Raw or SmackDown, he's gonna be like from Cairo, Egypt, or it's gonna be like in, uh, Ma- Casablanca, or it's gonna be like in, uh, Monaco, or it's gonna be like in exclusive every week. <laughs> So that, that's the awesome part with him. So definitely nowhere in the States. Exactly. He's a model. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they show Paige walking around backstage and Natalia. Ooh. And they're going to have a match. Natalia's going to have a match with, with Paige. And she has a promo. And she's like, Natalia, I'm on my period. I'm going to beat your ass. And uh, so Paige and Natalia have a match. And, um, I believe Natalia lost. lost? Yeah. Uh, page one, and then Team Bad comes out, and they're like, ah, <laughs> look at this bitch! Ha, <laughs> she did! She did! You know she did! We're gonna go beat up a corpse! Damn! And then, uh, they go up there, and they, they make her tap, even though it's not a match. They're like, ah, <laughs> bitch! They walk off. Um... So we're gonna find out uh, some shit about Alberto Del Rio and more about the Face to Fear Challenge. Who will be the third man? Anyway, uh, commercial comeback. Uh, there's the hype, the hype in the Susan G. Komen campaign. It's wrapping up, and yay, fucking no more pink. But you know, my aunt did have breast cancer, so I understand. Um, Dean is getting ready for his match. And Ryback is, like, working out right next to him. He's, like, lifting shit and and throwing babies and eating garlic and riding a motorcycle that's on fire. And I don't know what the hell I'm talking about anymore. Um, Ghost Rider. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, fuck. My head. Um, Dean, anyway, he, he sees Ryback. And he's like, uh, yo, Ryback. And Ryback's like, yo, Dean, uh, I, I think I want to fight those Wyatt guys. I, I really, uh, I really fucking hate those Wyatt guys. Uh, I don't seem to hate you even though the shield put me through a table about 857, 65,450 billion times. But, you know. Let's let's bygones be bygones. Let's go beat the shit out of those ugly Wyatt motherfuckers. He's like, uh, you know, you I'm know, uh, I'm hungry. You know, Ryback. Um, those guys out there, uh, you don't want to step on their toes. He's like, it's okay. I don't step on toes. I step on necks. Ha 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 ha! Feed me more. 
And uh, Dean starts wrapping his hands. He's like, eh, well, he'll do. And uh, uh, what the hell happened next? Uh, oh, yeah, we got Alberto and uh, Zeb. And like, hell has not frozen over. This is not an illusion. This is not a mirage. You're seeing a real American sharing the stage with a great Mexican, Alberto Del Rio. Why? Because Alberto is a hard-working individual, virtuous, something the crowd should be. It is the first citizen of soon-to-be a great nation of Mexamerica. The title we see around Del Rio's waist is a United States title, but it should represent the great country of Mexico as well. So tonight, they're ready to represent the great nation of Mexamerica. The U.S. title is now the Mexamerican championship. I, I miss we the people. Yeah, can, can we can we bring that back as like we the people of Mex America or something? I don't know. Wouldn't it be cool if they changed the U.S. title to the same color as the flag that they had? Well, it would, I don't know. It, it makes half... sense. <laughs> that might it piss half... a couple people off. Yeah, but what the fuck? Yeah, do it on Veterans me. Day. Why not? Let's just do that. Yeah. Do, it on, do it on Veterans Day at the uh, on the ship. Heat. You need heat. Yeah. Um, back from a commercial, we have our truth making his way to the ring, so that must mean that he's going to lose. And oh, something's... yeah. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure Bray shared a laugh with Alberto backstage. He's like, <laughs> I beat the shit out of that black guy like 800 times. You can have him now. <laughs> and uh, Alberto's like, ha, si, si, senor, I beat his ass. And, uh, I know I'm pissing off a Mexican somewhere, just because of my stereotype. Nah, who the fuck cares? Which, by the way, uh, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, it's pretty cool having Alberto back. What's funny, I was never a big fan of his, mainly because I just... Until he beat John his, Cena. His, well, it was never his wrestling skill. He was always a good wrestler. I just He kind of bored me. But it, now it's like, oh, hey, Alberto Del Rio, cool. He beats John Cena clean. Um, champion of our hearts. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Man, am I going crazy? It says It says right here, non-title match. Mex-American champion Alberto Del Rio versus champion of our hearts, R-Truth. I don't, I don't remember that, but okay. Let's go with it. Uh, Alberto wins. That's the match. Yay! <laughs> I'm okay with this. It's not like R-Truth ever wins anything. Which is funny because he can... I think he can wrestle too. Um, he is a little old. A little um, yeah, but yeah, R-Truth yeah, was a former TNA NWA champion. Yeah, but that don't count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that other Unless company. you're the Dudley Boys. Yeah, and they count all your championships. Michael. Uh, uh, so the face to fear challenge is up next. So we got Luke Rowan and Braun on the apron. They're gonna fight um, Cesaro Ryback and Dean Ambrose. And this was a fun ass match, um, especially because of Cesaro. Near the end. Um, we had what was Uppercut City with Cesaro. He was just uppercutting everything that 
was alive in the arena. Yeah. And they through the wall. It was fucking insane. And he was just like running around the ring, jumping on the the barricade, entertaining the crowd, jump back down, go uppercut three guys, come back, be like, hey, and then go over here and uppercut another guy, jump, do a flip. He was just on a fucking roll, and it was amazing. And uh, he lost. <laughs> but it was <laughs> – I don't remember if he took the pinfall, though. I don't remember. Yeah, he did. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it did. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the Wyatt family won. And uh, Cesaro looked like a million bucks out there, though. And the the Cesaro section was out in full force, man. They were like, fuck yeah, Cesaro! We want fucking love Cesaro! It was great. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, that was SmackDown. Yep, that was SmackDown, and again, I was there. Everything that Alex said, pretty much true. Crowd was loud-ish. Um, you know, I think the only match that I didn't like was the one with Miz and Ziggler. That was the only match they didn't really care for, because it was like, really, we're doing this? And I go, yeah, but I want to point something out. They didn't do a uh, Divas match. That involved, no women's match on the show. Well, no, there was the Natalia and... And uh, page one. They didn't do a Halloween theme. Yeah, even. that's that's what I was. Yeah, they didn't do like a swimsuit contest or a costume contest or come out and show us your tits contest. I'm like, well, that's different. But I was happy with it. It was a uh, it was a good show. It was a good week for WWE. So uh, yeah, so hopefully everyone also agrees. And if you you know, enjoy the show and shit. I don't forget to like and subscribe and catch us on Facebook. Um, I did get something from one of our listeners. I'm going to read that out now if I can find it. If not, I completely apologize. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. The question is, I see no clear plans for Lesnar at Survivor Series. If he's to be there, would you want to see him on Taker's team? I can't think of the team that they're going to go on that route. Taker, Kane, Ambrose, Ziggler. Basically, he's asking um, who's going to face the Wyatts, and we touched on that briefly. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I don't know who the team Taker is going to be. So, yeah, I'm not, not 100% sure, but hopefully, though, you all enjoyed the show this week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, catch us on Facebook, catch us on uh, iTunes, and don't forget to send in your emails, don't forget to send in your comments, don't forget to send in everything. Have a happy, happy Halloween, everyone, as we get closer and closer towards now Survivor Series, which is going to be the 25 years of Taker, as we all reflect back on times when, yeah. It was good. It was, it was good. That's going to do it all for this episode. We will see you.
close at hand Creatures crawl in search of blood To terrorize your neighborhood And whosoever shall be found Without the soul for getting down Must stand and face the hounds of hell And rot inside a corpse's shell With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.